Welcome back to the Take My Word Podcast. If you're new around here, you picked a very interesting episode to start off on because this is a special episode. This is Take My Word Best of 2020. I looked through all of last year's episodes, all 16 hours of it, and I picked the funniest, greatest clips and I put them all together for you guys. I plan to put this out before the end of 2020, obviously, but life got in the way, so I said I'm going to get this out before the end of January, and here it is. So... Hope you guys enjoy, but before I get into it, I want to thank everybody that came on as a guest from last year. That's going to be Angel, Jordan, Scott, McCormick, Dolan, Will, Chandler, Cameron, my brother Ricky. Thank you all for coming on and sharing your time and your stories with me. I really, really appreciate it. My goal of this is to make people laugh, and you guys helped me with that. Lastly, before we get into the, the best of 2020, I want to thank everybody that listened, all the listeners out there. I really enjoy doing the show, and I put a lot of pride into it, and it means a lot to me that think that maybe some stupid-ass joke I say in my bedroom makes somebody out there's day better, makes them laugh. That's the reason I do this. I want to share just comedy and laughter. That's that's it. So, this is the best of 2020, and let's make 2021 even better. Welcome, 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 welcome back to the Take My Word podcast. A lot of people said, thanks, Obama. And Alex Jones, our trusty, trusty boy over at InfoWars, the frogs are gay. He, uh, he told us after he did, him and his team did some digging and they found that the government's working on something called a high frequency active RL research program or harp and they think that this harp was a test and that that's what made hurricane sandy so Obama's in the Oval Office. He's just kicking his feet up and accidentally, instead of hitting the, the nuke North Korea button, he hit the hurricane harp, harp sensor and just, he said, oh no. Oh boy. There's people that have speculation that the Red Cross is using everyone's blood donations for satanic rituals. That's a lot to unpack. Okay, let's break that down so the red cross you know the people with the the vans you know they want your blood to save lives right but what if it's like you know people talk about like in movies if you like vampires steal like red cross trucks so they can like it's like their capri sun packages you know but they're using it for satanic writ so the red cross is it the red cross is a cult or do you think the government's a cult? Well, it's a conspiracy theory, so I'm guessing that's the government. So, like, they're going to, like, high schools, turning away the fat kids and the too skinny kids because they have, like, too much iron or potassium or something. But because they want that, the devil wants that good average blood. They don't want the, the chunky boys like myself or the bean poles like some of my other friends. They want the average kid. So, they go, they, like, Make you feel bad about yourself because you're like, oh, I'm about to pass out. They're like, there's kids dying. You're like, okay, okay, okay. Give me my cookie. They're like, no cookie. You're like, 
So they, they leave there. They're like, okay, now to the ha. Nope. Creepy basement of the hospital. They go down there, get out like one of those little Capri Sun packages of blood, pop that bad boy open, and then start making a star and a circle, which I used to draw all the time because I thought it was looking cool. Like I remember going to the, I went to the, the doctor, nevertheless, when I was really young. I don't know where I ever saw, maybe I just, the design came up in my head or something. I might, I might be a cult from birth. I don't know. I was like drawing like, cause it, you know, they put the paper on like the observation tables when, so kids can like, well, for sanitary reasons, but they, my, where I went, they had crayons. So I was like, I'm going to draw. So I'm like, okay, star David, star David. Cause those are easier to draw to kids for than actual stars. I'm like, okay, I'm going to, Try drawing an actual star. So I drew an actual star. And I'm like, yes, Christian, go, Christian. And I'm like, this looks cool. So then I put a circle around it. And I was like, this is even cooler. So then I proceeded to draw it 96 times. And then mom turns around out of her, like looking for a person. She's like, uh, <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing, Christian? I was like, I'm drawing stars. You could hit me with a, Wow, that's a nice 96 stars, Christian. That shows dedication. But no, thought that I was like demented or something. A palm reader is now behind bars for allegedly stealing $71,000 from a customer. According to Somerset Police, the 37-year-old Tracy, not going to pronounce the last name, I ain't going to butcher it, is charged with obtaining property over $250 by trick, larceny, over $1,200, and intimidation of a witness. Detectives initially started investigating after a woman came forward saying she had been tricked into giving uh, the woman, the palm reader, a large sums of money. A suspect reportedly told her the victim that her daughter was possessed by demons and that cash and household items were needed in order to banish the spirit from her daughter. You're like, okay, let's let's have a fun girl's day and you take your daughter to, let's go get our palms read. Let's see if your, your boyfriend's going to get back with you. And then you, she goes there, she's reading the palm, she's like, and she rubbed her fingers all over it, making you uncomfortable. You're getting all clammy. She's like, quit sweating. And you're like, I can't, I can't, I can't. And then she's like, oh no. Oh, oh no. no. Please, please leave my shop. I, I don't know if I can deal with this right now. I don't know if I can deal with this right now. And then like, mom's like, what? What's wrong? What's wrong? And then she's like, I can't, I don't know how to tell you this, but your daughter is, is, is like, there's a demon up in her. And be like, there's a, there's a demon your, your daughter is possessed and you're like oh my god oh my god do you have like a potion or something and then the one's like he like goes from like all like scared and stuff to like serious face like okay send one thousand dollars straight up demon be gone by tuesday and we're like do you take cash or cart you know like what do you i was just walking through the, the cafeteria and i was on the phone with my buddy i'm just thinking to myself and love might not be for me, you know. And then I look over at this table, and these these two people, very homely, to say the least. Very like these two people were made for each other, because these people would never find anybody else in their life. I was just like, oh, you know. And then they're just looking at each other in the eyes, you know. They're staring into the soul, and I'm like, how cute. And then they just start going at it. Like tongue flying, love love sparks in the air. And then I see this woman. She she puts her hand out to the table and she's like patting around, like you know, because she can't see, because you know that dude's face is right in front of it. And 
kissing open eyed, you know, the dude is, and the girl's not. She he's over there just staring into her her eyelids, like that's the proper way to show affection. You you, you know, you kiss with the eyes open. Pro tips for any boys out there. And she's over there with eyes closed. She's like patting the table. I'm like, she's is she looking for something? She grabs a chocolate bar. And she starts I'm like, what is she doing with that chocolate bar? She's unwrapped. She's trying to unwrap. <laughs> unwrapping the chocolate bar one handed. She has one hand. The left hand was like on the back of the dude's head, you know, pulling pulling him in. The other hand's over there, tap, tap, tapping away until she finds that that plot of gold in this Hershey's cookies and cream bar. And she's unwrapping this chocolate bar one handed. She's not saving. She's not like wasting a second, dude. She's like, okay, I'm meeting up with the Jimmy John here. We're going to have a 16 minute makeout session. After that, my I'm going to hold on to that chocolate bar to get it to the proper meltitude. You know, she's going to unwrap it and then hold it because she, she likes it a little, a little melty. And then that 17 minutes, buy Jimmy John, go back to your daily routine. My chocolate bar is ready for consumption. You couldn't wait. <laughs> she could waste a second, man. Cause I'm making like, there's no, she's unwrapping this right now, but she's not going to eat it right now. Cause Jimmy John is playing tonsil hockey with her, you know, and th- that's when I knew that's when I was like, love's not dead. Bottle gobbled up by man's anus when he tried to scratch an itch. Someone put a bottle up their butthole in China to scratch it. Let's, let's dive in deep. Let's dig our teeth into it a little bit. Yeah. Should have said something else besides that. Um, very first thing, there's an x-ray on the left side. I'm going to paint another word picture for you because I know that y'all can't see what I see. Because So I just read it out to you, okay? Um, there's an x-ray of a bottle way up this dude's butthole. Like, it's like, you, you can see the spine in this x-ray. And it's straight up aligned with the spine. And then the right side is like an evidence bag with a green bottle. That's really skinny at the top. With like a little like a pointed lid, and it has a, a biohazard symbol with some Chinese text, which I can't read because I'm sorry I can't read Chinese. I'll try better next time, boys. Um, a patient is recovering after his anus swallowed a bottle while he was trying to relieve an itch. The man, 60, who is not being identified, insists that he, I bet he doesn't want to be identified. Insists that he was trying to scratch his anus when the cologne bottle was just gobbled up inside of him. He like so. Uh, how how's does your does your butthole have hands does your butthole have teeth canadian businessman says he burned one million dollars in cash to avoid paying ex-wife for child support was it gonna be a million dollars for child support i you know they say the average cost for a child from birth until they move out to nest would be about five hundred thousand so i guess if he has two kids Maybe it's a million dollars, and she just wanted the money in cash. <coughs> Canadian businessman and failed uh, candidate for the mayor was thrown in jail for 30 days after telling a judge he burned the one million Canadian dollars in cash and two separate bonfires. Oh, I guess it was for one kid. You know, like Luke, Leia, your money's getting burned. I'll buy you clothes, but I ain't giving that she devil a dime. But I guess it's like Canadian money. So what they call them, like loonies, looney toonies. Your mom's not getting a looney toonie from me. Not a damn looney toonie. Um, 
to avoid paying his wife's spousal and child support as part of their divorce settlement, according to the report today published to Tuesday. In the Ottawa Superior Court hearing last week, Bruce McConville, 55, told a judge he withdrew about $1 million, about 750000 USD. That's U.S. dollars, y'all. USDs means U.S. dollars because, you know, there's different money systems for different countries, and USD is equivalent to Canadian Looney Tunes. And 25 separate withdrawals from six separate bank accounts. He claimed he then burned the cash in two bonfires, $740,000 on September 23rd and $296,000 on December 15th, Ottawa Citizen reported. McConville, who ran for mayor of Ottawa in 2018, claimed he have... To have receipts to prove he withdrew the money. He said he did not record the bonfires and no one witnessed him set the cash ablaze. Can I back you up a bit? When you say you destroyed it, what do you mean, Superior Court Justice said? Um, I burned it. And they have a picture of him smiling and be like, my damn wife ain't getting one loony toony out of me. Not one loony toony. It's not something that I would normally do, McConville said. According to Ottawa Citizen, I'm not a person that is extremely materialistic. A little goes a long way. I have always been frugal. That's why business, my business lasted for 31 years. But now you're in jail and you're getting, you're getting interrogated, terrorized by people at what newspaper is this? Well, whatever. Um, I don't believe you. I don't trust you. I don't think you're honest. The judge told him. I find what you have done to be morally uh, reprehensible because. What you claim to have done with witfully and directly undermines the interest of your children. But he's like, I gave them money. I gave them. I don't. I give them love. I give them hugs. Isn't that equivalent to one million Looney Tunes? Would it be a trillion Looney Tunes. You know, a trillion Looney Tunes equals one Canadian dollar, or a trillion Looney Tunes would equal about how many? 750,000 USDs. Uh, yeah, McConnell said he earned the money he later burned by selling some of his properties and businesses to his former accountant, a direct violation of a court order not to sell his assets. He has also failed to file an affidavit disclosing his finances to the court. The judge sentenced McConnell to 30 days in jail for violating the court orders. He ordered McConnell to pay $2,000 a day to his ex-wife, Every day, he fails to disclose his finances to the court moving forward. McConnell ran for mayor of the Canadian capital city in 2018 on a tough-on-crime platform, but he failed to oust incumbent Jim Watson, who has held the office since 2010. He was on a tough-on-crime platform. Okay, so I don't care what you say about child support or whatever. You know, I came from a house that my parents were divorced, but... uh. I, I could say without a doubt that my dad would not go and pull out a million Looney Tunes and then be like, I'm going to do this at 30 banks. And then he comes back and he's just sitting there looking at all of the Looney Tunes. He even has like Sesame Street going on in the background. You're just like, man, look at all these Looney Tunes. She ain't getting a dime. Ukrainian textbook publishes Keanu Reeves meme photo instead of famous photo. <coughs> Keanu Reeves has traveled back in time, or so it seems. The famous actor has appeared in the Ukrainian history textbook after a doctored version of the iconic 1932 image launched atop a skyscraper was inserted into the pages, according to something post. I can't even read what that is. You know, that's the normal, like, when all the guys are out on that beam over the, the city. 
and they're just eating out of like lunch pails because that was back when people used metal lunch pails because I'm sure working on a construction site you want to bring the metal lunch pails because you want that heat to radiate off and you want it to be a fried bologna sandwich when you put it in there cold yes use ranch on your sandwich yes calling in sick the next day because the ranch was hot and it's dairy and it made you sick yes yes the altered version plays up the sad Keanu meme which began in 2010 after reeves was photographed eating a sandwich by himself on a park bench people have since inserted Keon, uh, reeves in the sandwich photo from from the world history books other textbooks author and publisher are debating whether his inclusion into the chapter of the u.s history was intentional with a designer who worked with me in the book's illustration showed me the photo with Keanu Reeves I did not notice the small detail at first. A history professor who authored the textbook reported wrote on Facebook, but when I understood the meme, I decided to keep it. And then there's Keanu Reeves just looking like he's about to kill somebody with a crayon because, you know, he was like, he's a crazy killer. Maybe he went to like the sand asylum and they, they didn't give him pencils because they don't give people pencils at the the loony bin so they gave him crayons um the author said he claimed he wanted the doctored image in there to see how close students would pay attention dude you just messed up you just put it you are not that woke as people say you you googled you did like the advanced searched can be used for money purposes like can be edited and reused for commercial purposes you saw that first photo which is a meme yeah it's a meme. It can be used for <laughs> financial gain because no one's going to copyright a meme. You're lazy. The book's publisher, however, told the newspaper that the image showing Reeves as the 12th man enjoying lunch on a beam was a design mistake. Told you. Dude, you, you're the type of kid that would be like, no, no, you didn't shoot me. You'd be like, bro, we're not using finger guns. This is paintball. You got green on your pants. You'd be like, no, nah, that's that's a booger. I'm like, bro, that's a big booger. Like, you didn't hit me. It missed. I'm like, dude, you didn't loogie on your pants. That's, no, you, you missed me. I'm not out. Or the kid in like two-hand touch. Bro, you didn't touch me with two hands. Be like, dude, I smacked you so hard I could count all ten of my digits on your back. You didn't. That was one hand. You did it both times. You hit me with one hand, then you flipped it over, and you smacked me so hard with the other hand. Be like, Dude, if I was that close to you and I ran that fast and I could catch up to you, why wouldn't I just put two hands on you? Why do I exert the force of my energy to smack you with one hand and then flip it over and smack you with the other side? Bro, I scored. I scored. Okay, it's still 37 to 6. Like It's two-hand touch. We don't kick. I got seven. It's 31 to 7. I, I love video games, and I spend a lot of my time watching gaming YouTubers. Me and my buddies watch this YouTuber named Soup, and he does a lot of, like, gimmicks, so if he thinks something's funny, he'll do it over and over again, and it's still funny. So, uh, he's been doing this thing lately in his videos that, uh, he, like, he started off because he made a, like, a prank call, so he opened, like, he calls the person, and he's like, hello, friending. Hearing it say it over and over again, it's, it's funny, but it's kind of ruined my friends and I's life, so... Most of the time we text, it's, hey, friending. So this is all great and good, you know, inside joke, until it starts to travel outside of your circle and go into your daily life, and people have no idea what the hell you're talking about. So Monday I went on a date with this girl, 
and <laughs> I've been on one date with her before and I walk up and I, it's, it's just a part of my vocabulary now. Like that's my, my greeting is hello friending. So I walk up to this, this girl and I say hello friending. And she's like, what? I'm like, uh, Hey, how you doing? Later we we're going to a show. So we went to the show and I went to the bathroom or something. I came back and I was like, I'm back friending. She's like, what do you, what, why do you keep saying friending? What? She's like, that's, it's not even a word. I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. And then <laughs> I, I, I swear I wasn't trying to do it, but I walk her back to her dorm and then I was like, bye friending. And then she's just like, you know, I guess maybe it was that my way of saying like, it, I guess it's just not gonna, gonna work. So let's just shoot myself in the foot, get sent home, honorably discharged, you know, medically discharged. And I was just like, goodbye friending. And I walked away into the night. So one of the first musicals I was ever in, yeah, I'm a musical kid, I'm sorry. Like the first day I show up, I only know a couple people and I was really, really nervous because it was a community theater. It wasn't like at school, so I didn't really know anybody. <coughs> and we set up chairs in a circle and the show that I was in was Jesus Christ Superstar, which is a very interesting show if you've never heard of it before. And uh, we go around and they're like, tell us a fact about yourself and tell us your role in the show. I think it's to me and I was like... 14 years old and I was like my my name is my name is Christian and and I like I like video games and I I'm I'm a soldier number 3 they're like all right thanks thanks for sharing Christian and go on to the next person they go around this person I was like this guy at first glance I'm like this dude's a tool man like come on and he says my name Jesus Christe an interesting fact about myself I've had five concussions and I was like okay okay and I was like what do you it's like they're like what's your real name I'm not gonna say the real name but he's like oh Kyle <coughs> and I guess he was the lead of the show and I was like okay he's pretty funny he made everyone laugh with the Jesus, Jesus Christ because he would play Jesus Christ and the Jesus Christ Superstar so I'm like okay so I kind of gravitated towards him because I'm like, he seems pretty funny. And uh, the more I was talking to him, I'm like, so you've had five concussions? And he's like, yeah. And he listened off. He said, one of them, I got, I hit my head really hard getting in the car. I was like, oh, okay. He said, one of them, another one was from football. I was like, okay, that makes sense. He said, one of them was from, uh, what was it? Boxing. or No, wrestling. Wrestling. And I was like, okay, also makes sense. And then he's like, one of them was from Quidditch. I said, huh? <laughs> you got a concussion from Quidditch? And he's like, yeah, man, I went, I went to the park, and there's a Quidditch team. And he's like, I'm going to hop in there. He said, so I got in the, the broom. He said, I was vroom, vrooming around. He said, catch, catch on that golden snitch. And I was like, okay. And he said, and then this dude got mad, and he broke the broom over my head. I was like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, what, what about, what's the last one from? He said, oh, I wasn't in show choir my, my freshman year, but I did crew for it. And I was like, what is, how is this leading up to you getting, he's like, yeah, I was like, I was chilling in the back during a show. A kid knocked over one of the props off the top riser, hit me in the head, got a concussion, laying on the ground. He said, and that's when I was like, yeah, I just can't leave the house, I guess. <laughs> I joined the show. Like these are the same kids that do the same shows every summer. Cause like they're just a community of people. So they audition. And I guess that he like, 
he had this garden gnome that he brought around just for the memes, I guess. He named him Norm. And it was, like, for his favorite college that he wanted to go to. And <laughs> one of the other cast members that have been around for a while took his gnome at one of the rehearsals. So he comes over. He's looking around. He's like, where is Norm? And everyone's like, what? what? He's like, Norm is gone. I was over there getting crucified, and someone stole Norm. And we're like, um, I, I don't know. And then you know, like, all the, the girls are, like, snickering in the back. <laughs> and then, thought that'd be the end of it, you know, that someone took Norm. But no. This is the 21st century, kids. So, what did they do? The people that stole Norm made a Snapchat for the gnome. And then they passed it around, the, the gnome, to each different members of the cast. And they would just post stories of, like, what they were doing to Norm. And I was standing over at his house, and he's like... Look, look what they're doing to Norm. And then I look over on his phone, and it was in a driveway of someone's house. They had a, they put Norm, and they put like fake blood over him, and then they put a pen, like a pentagram, of fire around him. He lit their driveway on fire, and he was a center, in a gulf in a star of fire. They were sacrificing this bro. I was like, oh my god. And then they're like, there's one of them. The person like tied a rope around him, was just dragging him behind with his car he's like what what they doing to Norm I was just like I'm, I'm sorry friending I'm sorry Colorado squatters leave behind underwear a snake and a sex toy I am so intrigued Colorado condominium owner said this week she had to spend hundreds of dollars and lost about two months worth of rent in an effort to evict squatters who left behind underwear dirty dishes a snake and sex toys squatters man that's just I've, I've had experience with squatters like my one of the brothers in my fraternity he had us over to his apartment one time and he's like man i'm sorry but like he, he talks really low and like really like he doesn't really care about stuff like man we have some squatters right next door they get pretty wild I'm like oh, whatever he's like i'm like how did they i'm like you have like an automatic pen for the door to get in he's like man i think man they must have guessed you know and they just after the guest they just remembered it and that's so they're living over there. They yell at each other. Like they break dishes. I hear them like fighting every day. I was like, oh, whatever. <laughs> so like we hang out, and then me and my buddy were like going to sleep, and then at like 3 a.m. we just hear the most explicit language I've ever heard in my entire life, and that's saying a lot. And then my buddy, he was sleeping on the futon, go against the wall that was like part like next to like the apartment next door where the squatters were, and all he heard was, boom. And he's like, what was that? And then the person's like, he's like, why are you throwing me against the wall? From the next door, this person, they threw each other into the wall. <coughs> and then I was like, dude, that's wild. So like, me and my buddy left pretty early. And I was like, you deal with that like all the time? Like, yeah, man, it's, it's pretty annoying. I'm like, are they like in the process of victims? He's like, yeah, but like, do you think they'll actually go? And I was like, um, yeah, <laughs> they, they need to go. And then they finally got evicted, and I was like, is it a lot better? He's like, man, it's so much better now. I was like, all right, good. Um, Sarah Feldman told Denver Fox 31 that after a tenant broke their lease, another woman moved in without her knowledge and refused to leave. She was being difficult. She didn't want to leave, Feldman said. Uh, there was her and two guys I've never seen before. After a month, Feldman got a lawyer and offered 
uh, I'm sorry, obtained a writ from the, the Denver Sheriff's Department to evict the squatters. There were guys' underwear all over. It was just disgusting, Feldman told Fox 31. There were sex toys found in the condo as, as well that I did not want to touch. The squatters also left behind stained carpets and even a snake in a cage with not a lid. Aside from the rent loss, Feldman had to pay her legal fees, $150 for the writ and the cost of fixing the apartment left by the squatters. The Denver Sheriff's Department said it received a high number of squatting, squatting eviction requests and is backlogged because of the limited resources according to the station. Oh, here's the comments. Told you comments are always the best. This person says, thanks for the most important news, Fox. Wow, it's like you're in the weird news section. Wow! I'm a big fan of the Saw movies, you know, like the gory, like the Saw movies with want to play a game, that, that, those movies. And they came out with Saw 7, which I was super, super stoked about. But they didn't release it like near me in like the big, the big budget theaters. They put it in the, in the dollar theaters later on. So I went with my mom. I watched it for the first time and I was like, that was awesome. So then I went with my, my best friend and I was like, that was awesome. And then I was like, I want to see it again. So we were all hanging, me and a bunch of like my young, my younger friends. I was a senior in high school and like I had a friend that was like a soft, I had two friends that were sophomores, you know, and I was like, I really want to take them to see this movie, but they weren't 16 yet. So me and my two 18 year old friends go and <laughs> we meet the, the two 16 year olds there. Like, I don't know how we got there. And we went, and I'm like, okay, um, it's rated R, so maybe if we just go to, like, the automated ticket machine, uh, we can get the tickets. And we go there, and they wanted to, we couldn't buy them, because they were R rated at, without showing your ID to the actual person behind the desk. So, we get, like, okay, big brain moves here. Let's buy a ticket for the movie right next door at the same time. And then we can just go into a different theater. This would work at any other movie theater in the world in any other situation besides this person that took our tickets there. <laughs> so we bought the tickets for them. I can't even tell you what movie it was. It was just, it was, it was AIDS. The movie, <laughs> nothing I would ever want to see. I can't tell you the name of it. Couldn't tell you the poster. Couldn't tell you any of that. So we buy these tickets. We go up, they rip them off. The guy looks at us and he's like, okay. And then we walk and we're like, okay, we're going to go into that movie because he he like stared us down we're like we're gonna go into that movie that was the plan we're gonna go into that theater wait a couple minutes and then go into the next theater over which was the saw movie so the plan was established we know we were going to go into that sci-fi movie and go over we had a 50 percent success rate with that plan because half of us didn't want to do what was set forth so half of us went to that the sci-fi movie, and the other half of us tried to go into the Saw movie. And the the dude that took the ticket, he's like, "Hey, hey, 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 you, hey you, mirror, mirror." That's the wrong theater, buddies. And I was like, "Oh my god, son of a bitch!" So I'm like, "Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry." So we all go in there and we sit there, and then the, the previews start rolling. I'm like, "This sucks." And then we're getting on our phone like, "When's the next playing of this movie?" So we find the next show time is going to be at like late, like 10 o'clock was when it started. And I was like, I asked the two kids, I was like, 
can you stay out that late? Or is that is that going to be okay? Staying out till midnight on a on a Saturday is that fine? Like, yeah, my mom usually goes to sleep at like nine thirty. Like, awesome, thumbs up. So we leave. We're like, we're not going to watch this. So we're like, what are we going to do? And uh, there's a place called. It's just like a fancy grill place, uh, Japanese steakhouse. We're like, let's go to the Japanese steakhouse. We'll just order like sushi, and that's it. Because it's super expensive. People usually go there for like special events or just when they want to spend a better, like higher buck for like a Saturday, like a special once a month type of thing. So we go there and we got sushi. We were waiting for the next showing. And I was like, okay, it's going to be the same people. We're going to do this. We're going to like dress the age of 18. Everybody here is going to look 18 or 17 at least. That We're going to do this. So we go out to my car. In my first car, I had... I think my entire wardrobe was in there. I had every single clothing piece possible in there. So we go, we pump the trunk open. I was in a law enforcement program at the time, so I had my law enforcement uniform in there. So I threw the jacket on it, look, looking like I just you know, got graduated from the academy. <laughs> I was ready to go. And I was like, okay, we have, to, we have to change clothes. But I'm a bigger dude. I was wearing like 2X shirts at the time. The rest of them, not so big. So I'm like, okay, I can't show up wearing the same clothes. Everyone... Swap clothes right here. <laughs> so, so people, we're they're taking off our shirts in the parking lot, exchanging them for different shirts, and then one dude's like, damn, you're sweaty. He's like, what do you want me to do about it, man? We need to get in this movie. We've already paid $5 total. We're invested now. This is happening. So we go in there. Um, we buy the tickets. There's no one to take the tickets. We walk straight into the the theater, <laughs> and we just sat there wearing our like each other's clothes. Someone's still bitching about being in sweaty clothes, <laughs> and uh, we sat there. I loved the movie for the third time, just as much as the first two times. My one my one buddy, he was uh, traumatized. I think that he left the theater. He's never seen a saw movie before. I don't think that he's even like popped a pimple and seen blood before, and he was freaking out. I'm like, dude, just leave. You drove here by yourself. <laughs> Back in 2017, I was working at Taco Bell. And I know that seems irrelevant to what I'm to anything, but I was working at Taco Bell and they gave us like a, a deal. Like, okay, if you get enough good reviews at tellthebell.com, everyone here will get two tickets to Holiday World. I was like, two free tickets to Holiday World. So I did what everybody would do. I took all the receipts that people didn't want, and I sent them all my friends. I said, "Hey, can you give me a good rating?" And I, yeah, they're like, "Wow, Christian, you got twenty-seven five-star ratings." I'm like, "What can you say? People like me." <laughs> so uh, we got enough five-star ratings that I got two free tickets to Holiday World. So they gave me these two free tickets, and I was like, "Hell yeah!" So I asked my buddy that I went to high school with, and I was in a musical with. I was like, you want to go to Holiday World? He said, huh, yeah. And then somebody else at the musical that practices heard me, and they're like, you're going to you going to Holiday World? And I was like, yeah. They're like, can we go to Holiday World too? I'm like, if you pay for yourself, you can go to Holiday World. And they're like, okay. So then somebody else is like, they're like, hell yeah, we're going to Holiday World with Christian. Let's go. And I was like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. We're going to go on, on Saturday. They're like, okay. So, and it was on a Friday. 
because <laughs> it was the only day that all of us could do something. And uh, one other person heard, and he's like, can I go too? And we're like, yeah. And then another person heard, and like, can I go too? So we had an entire car ride of people going up to Holiday World on a Friday. Problem was, I was a junior in high school, and uh, I had school on Friday. So I was like, I'm not going to school on Friday. <laughs> and the other problem was, I worked on Wednesday, Fridays, and Sundays at Taco Bell consistently. So I wasn't going to work on Friday either. Now, did I request it off? No. Did I tell him I wasn't going to go? No, because I was a kid and I was a crappy employee, to be completely frank. So, uh, well, I wasn't, I was better than 99% of other people there, but they, I put it in and they they said no. So I was like, I'll show you. So I just didn't go. Um, so we have all these people, like my place was a good, like middle ground for everyone. So we all showed up on my place on Thursday night. I don't, my mom probably suspected something, but, uh, neither here nor there. So we have five people chilling in my room, which is about the size of a college dorm, which I don't know if you've been in a college dorm, but it's not very big. So we had one person on the bed, another person in the corner sitting in a, uh, like rolling, like kind of like a rocking gaming chair, but it was like 16 years old and it was falling apart. We had a kid sleeping in that. We had a kid sleeping in a normal computer chair that like didn't have arms. So he was just like sitting there perfectly still trying not to fall over. And, uh, I just slept on the couch because I don't care. I'll sleep on the couch. So we all sleep, go to sleep, and then we wake up. We need, we need to get there when they open. Okay, so it's about a two and a half hour drive. So we start driving. Start driving. We're like, man, we're not going to get there when they open. And then we get there. We're like, we're late. God. We had someone sleeping in the trunk because uh, we didn't have enough seats, even though we were an SUV. We had uh, the big kid, the biggest kid there. He was sleeping in the trunk. And uh, we're trying to hit as many speed bumps as we could. Like, boom. He's like, that's not. <laughs> so, uh, so we get there and we're like, oh, we got here, but we're late. We're like, oh wait, there's a time change. We're here an hour early in the parking lot with nothing to do. So, uh, we sat there, played phone, phone games because this is the 21st century and how dare we have face-to-face conversation. So we get there and we had a pretty good time. I, uh, we're a big group of guys in general, so we went to the, the water park towards the end and they had this like this big raft ride and we're like we all want to ride together but we see that there's a weight limit so we're over there like okay how much does everyone weigh and no one was being truthful so we were off by about a thousand pounds so we get up there we step on the scale we're like damn we're uh we're a little bit over by a little bit over i mean a lot over so our soft calculations were wrong we're a bunch of liars so they're like, okay, who's going to not ride with us? And I was the one that started this entire thing. I was the one that got those surveys from Taco Bell. But they kicked me over to the the next group, which was consisted of two older ladies. And they were just sitting there. I'm like, these ladies are going to die. Like, we're going to get up to the top. I'm like, uh. And like, we go down the, we're going down the so- other side, like the, the big drop. They're like, ha. I was like, uh. <laughs> I look up to the next. I was like, I want to be in that next one right there with all my friends. They're over there splashing, having a good time. And I was like, huh. but uh, we went on like the main ride at Holiday World. We got there and we waited in the line. And two of the like two people didn't want to go on the ride. So it was just me and the person who gave a ticket. We're sitting in line because we're going to ride because this was a cart of two. And there were so many college kids there. And this was back, you know, I was in high school or whatever. 
So like these people are like, I'm like, man, these people are like old. Like they're, I look up to these people and I'm like, that person doesn't look very good. They, they come up to the right ends and this girl, it's a really hot girl just sitting there. She's like smiling, 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 Bleah! pukes right in her lap. And I was like, huh, huh. <laughs> so they stopped the whole ride that to clean her up. And she just like, oh, well, walks off, puke covering her lap, puke covering her seat. She's walking away in her flip flops and you can just see a, a trail of uh, just poor decisions following her. And I was like, well, looked over at my buddy. I'm like, hey, it's gonna, we're gonna, they're going to be waiting down there because the people that want to ride the ride because they had no cojones, they're going to be sorely mistaken if they think this is going to be a pretty quick experience. So we go back and they're like, what took so long? We're like, well, uh, we had uh, Miss Molly, poor, poor planning, threw up on herself, and we now we're here. So uh, I get back to work on Sunday. I walk in, and they're like, I try to clock in. I'm like, oh, man, it's not letting me clock in. Oh, it must be something wrong with the schedule. I walk back. They're like, no, you're fired. I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, you had a no-call, no-show on Friday. And I was like, yeah. They're like, why? I'm like, I I didn't want to call in because you would say no. <laughs> and they're like, so you're fired. I'm like, well, do you do you have someone covering the shift for me today? no can i work it yeah can can i have my job back yeah so why do we have this entire conversation we wanted to prove a point i was like prove a point by firing me then instantly rehiring me yeah all right next story this is gonna be the only coronavirus story i promise present day christian uh hopping in here that that statement aged like like milk (laughs) oops Coronavirus emergency, Oregon police asked people to stop calling 911 because they ran out of toilet paper. A police department in Oregon is urging people that if they have ran out of toilet paper, it's not worth calling 911. The Newport Police Department posted this morning a message on its Facebook page as shoppers across the country have flocked to supermarkets to stock up on supplies amid the coronavirus pandemic that has put the world on edge. It's hard to believe that we even have to post this. Do not call 911. Just because you ran out of toilet paper, you will survive without our assistance. What, do people think that the cops stocked up too? What are the, what are the cops going to do? They're going to come and wipe your booty for you? Do you think the cops have a bidet? They have a public bidet. Come on, come on in. We're going to spray some water up your butthole, clean you up, send you on your way. But you know how to get us? If you need to get a hold of us, call 911. Because your crusty booty hole is our number one priority. I promise. The department then offered numerous alternatives if people could not find their favorite soft, ultra plush, two plies, citrus scented tissue. Um, there are always alternatives to toilet paper, grocery receipts, newspaper, clothes, rags, lace, cotton balls, and the empty toilet paper roll sitting on the holder right next to you. Magazine read, plus there are a variety of leaves you can use safely. Mother Earth's news magazine will tell you how to make your own wipes using 15 different leaves. When all else fails, you have magazine pages. Start saving those catalogs you got in the mail that you usually toss in the recycling bin. Be resourceful. Be patient. There's a TP shortage. This shall too pass. Just don't call the cops. We can't bring you the toilet paper. That's the end. Well, um, uh, many 
Aspects of American life have been reordered as the county has dealt with trying to curb the spread of the coronavirus. Over the past week, images of empty shelves and grocery stores have become a common sight as people rush to stock up on food and cleaning supplies. Some stores have even implemented a sales restriction of only limited number of items per person. <sighs> That's just... I don't understand. Like, someone made a good point. You go out, you buy 7,000 bottles of hand sanitizer with 15,000 bottles of soap. You know what? People can't wash their hands now. They're going to come out. And uh, other memes you've seen, your uh, 5% hand sanitizer, 95% sparkles from Bath & Body Works isn't going to save you from that person that hasn't washed their hands in 16 days. That's the news with Christian. Don't stock up. There wouldn't be a shortage if you didn't stock up. Why? You're making people wash their booty holes with leaves. When you're over there using Charmin 17 ply, think about the person two doors down, which is outside. You can see them through the window, wiping their butt with a leaf, and you should feel bad. You should feel bad about yourself. Now, unlike last week, I can't give you that many stories that aren't about the C virus. Uh, I don't know how your guys' week's been, but if you're not an essential employee, as I say, I'm assuming that your diet's probably consisted of Cheetos and cereal. You haven't showered in about 16 days, and you don't know how to start your car. Now, that's just an assumption. You know what they say about assumptions, make an ass out of you and me. So, I don't know. Even strip clubs. Some might say the most modern of professions are having modern problems. People can't come in, get their lap dances, so they made a modern solution. Strip club plan to offer drive-through shows, have hand sanitizer wrestling. That is what I'm talking about. Modern problem, modern solution. All right. Although many businesses in Las Vegas are closed today after Nevada's governor asked non-essential businesses to close their doors, that does not appear to include city strip clubs. Little Darlings, which is owned by Deja Vu, is not only open, but they are also planning to offer drive through strip shows and nude hand sanitizer wrestling. Starting this weekend, guests will be able to drive up to the front door, pay $100, and enjoy a 10-minute triple-X show from the comfort of the safety of their own vehicles. <laughs> the XXX, XXX Nude Hand Sanitizer Wrestling will begin on Saturday. For those customers who still want to go inside, Director of Operations Ryan Carlson says that the Little Darlings is easily one of the safest and cleanest places in Las Vegas. When I think of clean places, you know, you think of ERs, not nursing homes, Taco Bell bathrooms. That's what I think of when you think about clean. That's some clean. I would eat off a of Taco Bell bathroom. Just kidding. That is disgusting. But you know what does come to my mind? The Little Darling Strip Club. Dildos are not an essential item, Amazon worker says, after walking out in protest. Well, let's read more into this, why don't we? Amazon keeps selling dildos during the coronavirus pandemic, and a worker at a Michigan warehouse is fed up and walked out in protest to say that the company needs to change its way during these troubling times. The unidentified Michigan man says he's risking his health to ship loads of dildos. Had his photo of him with his little mask on, and he's just out there by himself, reading off of a script he has on his phone, preaching to no one. <laughs> just imagine going to work. You're like, 
you're looking on Facebook, you're looking at all those essential memes, you're like, yeah, I'm a part of this. I'm contributing. I am an essential person. I am contributing to society. Get to work. Put on your gloves and your mask. <coughs> clock in. Go to your station. Dildo. Beep. Dildo. Beep. Dildo. Beep. Dildo. Beep. Hmm. Not a dildo. Wow. Riveting. A man in Missouri. Pretty sure it's Missouri. He was in a high-speed pursuit. So you're like, okay, that's kind of normal, sadly. What's what's so exciting about this high-speed pursuit? <laughs> he was in a high-speed pursuit, but he wasn't driving. And you're asking, what? What do you mean? Christian, I am so invested right now, you don't even know. You don't even know, Christian. And I'm like, I know. Because I do know. He was in the passenger seat because he was teaching his dog how to drive. What a alpha move. This dog is not even a dog anymore. I'm guessing it was Golden Doodle. I don't know. It didn't say in the story. But you know this Golden Doodle is trying to learn to drive because they're hyper as shit. This Golden Doodle was so hyper, it needed to take its own hyperness to the park on its own sometime. He was teaching this Golden Doodle how to drive. Was it a Tesla? No. He was teaching this Golden Doodle how to drive in its first time driving. It's first time driving. He was in a high-speed pursuit. The balls on this probably fixed golden doodle. The balls that it doesn't have. So, you're asking, how did this high-speed pursuit end? This high-speed pursuit with the golden doodle ended, sadly, with him crashing. I know, I know. It's going to drive the owner's insurance through the roof because it was having somebody that was only the age of six driving. I am sorry. That's not going to be good for your policy. You might, you might not have insurance anymore, man. So, this was not a Tesla. It was not a self-driving car. What? <coughs> Why would you teach your dog how to drive? I don't... Coming out of the, the persona that I was of this high-knowing person. Why were you teaching... What? You just got to ask yourself sometimes... What is with people? Why would you? Why were you trying to teach your dog how to drive? It's cool. You know, there's some cats that can like use the pisser by themselves and flush afterwards. That's great. There's, you know, that Bud Light commercial where the dude's like, "Hey, give me a beer," and the dog can bring you a beer. But I think that you should cut that off at high, like, powerful machinery. If you can't use medication and then drive as a human, when cars were designed for humans then let's not teach our canine best friends. You know, these are the people that, these are the animals, not people, I'm sorry. They are animals. These are the animals that eat out the litter box. They're eating shit. Let's not have them drive a stick shift. My, uh, my sophomore year, I did a lot of stuff at the same time. Like I was in a law enforcement program. I was doing show choir. I played football and you and a job. And usually they didn't, they didn't overlap too much, but like I had football practice and then I had a law enforcement event that night. So I had to like look spiffy and no one, my entire high school career never showered like at the school or after practice or anything. So like we had swim, but you would go in there and like stand in front of your locker, like change as quick as humanly possible and then when we showered we would just go in there in our bathing suits to get our hair wet so we wouldn't get in trouble but like, i never showered at school so i had a shower after practice 
And I was like, whoa, shit. My, my mom's like, you, it's fine. It's fine. She's like, we'll send you some soap and a towel. It'll be fine. Because, uh, you know, I'm in there. I'm like 14. We have grown men a locker away from me. So pretty intimidating. So like we had practice and afterwards went to the locker, locker room and I was like, okay, this is it. I don't usually see anybody shower. So I'll just be in me in there. It'll be no problem. So like I go up, put my towel on the booth, like outside the showers. And then I go in, I'm showering. It's all good. And then, so like doing my thing, I'm washing. And then I hear like footsteps going through the water behind me and just like the water like going off my shower like i'm like uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and then we're in a, like the room is like there's shower heads on all the all the walls so there's like three wall like three walls of shower heads and i'm in the right corner so there's probably 20 20 shower heads you know yeah where where do you think this man started up the shower head Right next to you, Doug. Right next to me. I I look over. I'm just like, uh, <laughs> okay. Naked ass man, one shower head away from me. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do anything. So still showered. And then he's like, how you doing? I'm like, could be better. It was a lot better, you know, 66 seconds ago when I wasn't <laughs> in a room with a naked dude hanging brain. So I'm like, okay. I'm just going to hurry up and get out of here. So I'm washing and then I'm trying to like get the soap off my back. So I'm turning around and I just cannot, I'm like trying to angle my body to get the the rest of the soap off my ass cheeks. It's just not working, man. And then this dude, he's like, you, uh, you need some help. And I was like, uh, he takes the shower head off the wall and starts spraying down my back for me, spraying down my (laughs) naked ass. So, so this situation went from, it'll be okay. It'll be okay. You know, like, don't worry about it. It's just go in there, shower, do your thing. And then a minute and a half later, I'm having a stranger washing my ass for me. <laughs> so I'm just like, he, he finishes it. And I'm just like, I turn, I turn, <laughs> turn the water off. I'm like, thanks. I walk out, grab my towel, and I big boy problem right here. I would have never thought about this being a problem, but you know, people they walk, wrap the towel around themselves, it's all all fine and dandy. I didn't think about the size of the towel I got, so I put it and I can't wrap it around myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's the towel's too small. I need like a beach towel to wrap around myself. So I'm going and I'm like pinching the towel to the side of me, making sure I don't show any ass crack and I don't show any ball sack as I'm walking. That dude ass. Not showing any dude ass. So I'm walking my soggy scarred self back to my locker. And my locker is the farthest away from the shower as possible. (coughs) So I'm going there. Then all my best friends play. AJ played football with me at the time. My buddy, AJ Cameron, who was on my first podcast, played football with me, and we all had lockers next to each other because let's all have lockers next to each other. We're all friends. We can sit there and we can talk while getting ready. I'm coming over there, dropping towel, getting dressed right in front of my best friends. <laughs> and then they're like, you showered? I'm like, I had to. So then I put on my law enforcement uniform, looking all fine and dandy. And then I go out to the car. My mom's picking me up to take me to this event. And she's just like, was, uh, was there any... Like, it's no big deal, right? Like, you you just showered and you left. And I was like, I sat there looking out the window. I was like, yeah, yeah, it was fine. 
It was fun. Have Have you ever sent an unsolicited pick? No, I've not. Not. You sure how? Yeah. You're twenty. I'm twenty. You're twenty-one years of life. No, I've never. I've received them. So that's a different, different situation. <laughs> <laughs> By who? Like, what's well, in another man a dick pic? Like, it wouldn't be like theirs, but you have the friends that would like go on Google Images, find the biggest one they could, and then send it. I, I have friends like that. I was, I had someone hack my Instagram and post like, Photo after photo after photo of fat black naked chicks. And I was just <laughs> like, and the problem was I didn't see it for like four hours. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was auditioning for the, the show choir at my high school. <clears throat> and then like my girlfriend at the time of like two weeks, she like texted me. She's like, Hey, um, are you posting on, on Instagram? And I was like, well, first off, I have a slide phone. I only use Instagram on my iPod, and I'm not home. So there's zero internet access in my life right now. She's like, well, uh, you, need to, you need to like check your Instagram. And I scroll, and I'm just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And it's just fat black chicks after, like, there's a booby bonanza on my Instagram. And I was like, well, I can go through and, you know, like, delete all these photos or just not bear myself the embarrassment, delete it and make a brand new Instagram and act like nothing ever happened. I chose the latter. I deleted my entire Instagram and started <laughs> over. There is no coming back from that, man. Quarantine's gotten the best of some, of me in some situations. I was on Facebook and I saw like our, our mutual friend shared something and it was like day eight of quarantine. I joined a Facebook chat that, uh, pretends like they're in a colony of ants like what like, what type of person would join that and i was like yeah what type of person would join some shit like that so i joined the group and, <laughs> and i'm like reading through like the rules and it's like when you say the queen you must capitalize the q in queen your name your aunt name is your name followed by aunt so i'm christian aunt and i was just like I'm scrolling through there and like the first meme was funny and like you like it would be like a pringle and then like everyone would just comment all caps lift so we were helping lift the pringle <laughs> and then <laughs> you go down a couple more and it's like uh help everybody ant 764 has not returned from his lunch break he was going to get something from the picnic basket and then everyone's like where where ant ant 763 where where let's go we must find ant 763 and i'm just like i'm sitting there and then i look at the time and it's like 6 30 in the morning and i just woke up and this is what i started my day <laughs> off doing was was joining a facebook chat about pretending i was in an ant colony so as soon as my membership application got accepted to join this chat i i left as soon as it says you've been approved by the moderator and then I said, leave group. And I left right after I got approved by the <laughs> No, because no. I'm, did... there, I'm like, I'm finding this enjoyable. I'm like, I, I need to leave. <laughs> no, how, how many people were in that, in that group? It's, it was like 300,000, dude. It's crazy. 
Really? It was like each of them had a number. No one named them. They were just making up fake numbers. It was like when uh remember when it was a uh, Rush Area fifty one? I was also uh, in the group I was in the group chat that got removed for uh rating area fifty one. <laughs> and that was like the <laughs> biggest group chat that's ever had like the biggest group that Facebook has ever had. <laughs> it is wild. What point like back to like the ant colony? Yeah. What point does that start becoming kind of like a cult? Dude, it was it was wild. It was it was basically it was a cult. There was rules for how you had to talk <laughs> to each other and stuff. But like, what? Who thought about let's make a Facebook page that we pretend like we're ants? And why did it pick up so fast? Because <laughs> uh, like, if you no. go through it, it's like everybody was a new member. Like, it was a recent, really the created thing, and it blew up that fast. My freshman year, I lived on campus, right? Yeah. And uh, we had a we had to join this group, and I, it's called like Group Me or whatever. You had to make a group me, and you had to join it for our floor. So I was like, okay. So I made a group me, and I joined this group, and it's the entire floor of dudes because it's it went girl, guy, girl, guy on the floors. There's one co-ed floor, but I wasn't on it. So I didn't know anybody at all besides my roommate, and. Uh, Everyone just was like pretty chill. Like they would just say like, "Hey, someone take their laundry out of this one for a while." But then everyone started getting to know each other, and the messages started getting more like out there and funny. And this one person was just like, "Hey, can I borrow a belt? I'm size like 36." And they're like, "Not 30, like like size 30. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter." So I'm like, yeah. Someone's like, "Here you go." And then the next day they're like, "Hey, I need that belt back. My ass is hanging out all day." And everyone's just like, "Ah." And then everyone's just like, hey, 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 we need, he needs his belt back, dude. And everyone just started getting up <laughs> on this dude and adding him. He's like, dude, give him back his damn belt. And then everyone, the dude's just like, I'm a rule. And they're like, is the belt back yet? Dude, it was so, I was just laughing because everyone was just like, I was chiming in. I'm like, dude, he needs his damn belt. His ass cheeks are getting cold. It's winter time. <laughs> and everyone just kept piling all on this dude. And then, <laughs> and then everyone, someone's like, He's gonna need that belt for an entirely different reason now, and then that's the one that just went crazy. This dude's like, um, there's like, <laughs> he's basically ma- making the joke that he's gonna hang himself with the belt, and everyone, the dude's just like, and then they sent a picture, and the belt's on that dude's door that he borrowed it from, so the dude returned the belt, and then he's <laughs> like, and then he just sends a picture of his like, like his feet next in his room. He's like, man, I might go back and get that belt. You guys really got to me, and then like, we're just all <laughs> joking about it. So then, like, that, like, the joke ended. Like, it tailed off. Everyone stopped messaging in there. And then the RAs apparently were in class or something. And then he sent an email. Um, this group chat is meant for important stuff. This group chat is not meant for jokes. This group, any jokes, and we should never joke about taking one's life or hurting themselves or others. We have to take everything as a threat to themselves or others. So this has been reported to the university police department. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> so then this person, the other RA is like, any joke, we had to take everything seriously because a situation like that could escalate to it being real. And then we could have done something. And then the next person, this person just puts in, I want to get chocolate wasted. And that's when <laughs> I just lost it, man. Uh, and then the next, like some other, is like, 
Brian, when do you, why did you feel that the need to say that right now? And what does that even mean? And I, <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> Throughout high school, I worked in like fast food. I worked at like Taco Bell was my first job. Then I went to, uh, I upgraded to steak and chick, you know. They uh... Taco Bell wasn't it respecting me. They weren't giving me the money I deserved. So I went over to steak and chick and I worked there until I graduated. But you... So with it being a 24-hour place, you see, like, the weirdest people of all time. Like, I was working there, and uh, <laughs> this is such a messed up story. So I'm working there. This person comes up, and I'm like, that'll be like uh, six whatever, like six seven. And then uh, I put my hand up to get the cash. And this lady that uh, with another lady, I'm, I'm assuming they were together because they're, like, holding hands and stuff. And then... She's a bigger, heavier set lady. She like puts her hand like a couple inches over mine and lets go like all but her, her uh, thumb and pointer finger and just a roll, like a roll of condoms goes down into my hands. <laughs> you know, like the stereotypical, like the on TV when they're like, oh, I'm ready. And they pull out the pack of condoms and it's yeah. like their ankles. That was like this pack of condoms. <laughs> she, like, I have one of those right in front of me right now. Yeah, but I was like 16, and she unravels this thing of condoms in my hand, and then just lets it go in my hand. So I'm just sitting there, looking at it. She's like, so that'll cover it, right? I'm like, I look at it, look at her, turn around, look at my boss. I put my hand up to show the roll of condoms in my the pack of condoms in my hand. I look back at her, I'm like, ma'am, this is not legal tender. <laughs> <She's-> <laughs> So I don't know about you guys, but my freshman year, I didn't, at the beginning, I knew a couple people, right? Because I'm coming from high school and there's going to be a little bit of crossover if you go to a state college. But I had like one friend that was going to Ball State and that was my roommate. So like when you get to college, you can take a lot of gen ed classes. So it's going to be like your, your math and your English and stuff that you have to take to graduate. So everybody has to take these classes, right? So... These classes would be jam-packed full of basically strangers. And I, Christian, am horrible at names. I've always been horrible at names. I don't know why. But this this is a pinnacle, not a pinnacle, a low point for me is with names was right here. So I was in this class and there's a kid that's about the same like shape as shape. <laughs> like same body build as me. You know, it's a bigger frame kid. So I went over and I thought his name was Brandon. So I called him Brandon or just said like, hey, you or, you know, didn't necessarily say his name all the time. We lifted the entire semester every single, well, Tuesdays and Thursdays, every single time I, we lifted together every day, spotted each other. And it's the last day of classes and we have like our, our final air quotes, which is like just to see like your mile and a half time, how many push-ups and sit-ups, what they called curl-ups, that you can do. So we had our papers, man, turn these papers in to the, the professor. So I ran, and he had my sheet, and he tallied down the laps as I went, and he told me the final time. Then he handed it to me, and his name wasn't Brandon, it was Sam. So for, like, five months, I've called this kid Brandon. And he just never corrected me. <laughs> and I was like, I handed him paper back and I was like, here you go, Sam. 
he looked up, looked at me like when I did that, because he knew that was the moment that I realized what his real name was. A man in Facebook group dedicated solely to pointing loaded guns at one's genitalia shot himself in the penis and testicles. Well, I assume if you shot him with one, I don't know how far apart you guys are, but they're pretty close. Vice reported, oh, it's Vice, so you know it's the real deal. Then I did a fed San Diego man is a member of the Loaded Guns Pointed at Venus Facebook group. Venus, because it's a meme, bro. Venus. According to Vice. Well, there you go. Vice. The group is usually mainly to anger more responsible gun owners, with people sharing pictures of loaded guns pointed at their penises, with their fingers hovering over the trigger. Hovering. I guess this dude just went from hovering to crash landing, and then there is a crash bang boom no more testicles but this man's ballsy action dude this person is a memester that wrote this man his ballsy actions cost him when he actually pulled the trigger he posted a video to the group with himself holding a 1911 handgun to his junk before the gun discharged initially man thought he just grazed himself but he actually shot himself through with an entry and exit wound According to Vice, thank you, Vice, he was treated for his injuries at a hospital and even went to work the next day. Uh, can you imagine, dude? Like, this guy's working as an accountant, and he comes in in a suit, and he just looks down, and he's like, ah, shit. Ah. Because he has bloodstains through his suit. Because he shot himself in the penis. Kellogg's is probably a big sorry right now, because they made big mistake. So, like... When we were in middle school, you know, even in, like, elementary school, you know, we had to watch the, my school, we watched a video that's called Just Around the Corner, and you might be like, what's Just Around the Corner? Because if you guys didn't watch this video, then you will not get the meme that is still alive and well today at my junior year of college, is, uh, they separate guys and girls, and then you go in rooms and you watch a video about either guys or girls about puberty, and it talks about dudes getting boners and stuff, and then... You know, to this day, I can't guess what maybe they talk about in the girls' room because I wasn't in there. Um, you can only wonder, right? Well, you know, so we are introduced to that stuff so young that uh, we start making jokes and stuff. Especially because I, I grew up, like, right when the internet started memeing. And there was something that's like, don't look up what a blue waffle is. And now I'm not going to explain what a blue waffle is right now. But it was a meme. Let me get that across. And I guess Kellogg's didn't know that because they made blue waffles. <laughs> blue waffles. <laughs> they really made blue waffles. Um, blue waffles? Question mark. Kellogg's inadvertently names latest product after an STI. <laughs> uh, BNT warns us. Whatever. It appears Kellogg's hasn't done too much research into the launch of its new brand of waffles uh, frozen waffles range after social media quickly pointed out that the product had the same name as a slang term for an STI Kellogg's just unveiled the waffle ranges in US and UK markets that included a pink version called unicorn cotton candy waffles and mermaid blue raspberry waffles all harmless enough it would appear no <laughs> not says the internet who wags the internet wags what these people man they'll write these articles wags who revealed the waffle is actually slang for a vagina and blue waffle means 
a vagina with an STD. I'm sorry, STI. I'm sorry. According to the venerable medical news today, a blue waffle is a fictional sexual transmitted disease that is said only to affect females. Waffle is a slang for vagina, and blue refers to the one of the imagery symptoms of the fake condition. It adds, however, this STD is nothing more... So which one is it? You're saying STD and STI. Get your crap together. It adds, however, this STD is nothing more than a rumor started on the internet. There is no medical evidence that it exists. According to online sources, blue waffle disease is a condition that can disfigure a person's... Nasty. I hope you're not eating when you're watching this. Listen to this. While there are many real and life-changing STDs, none of them turn a vagina blue. Well, thank God. Now I can sleep at night. Um, you still... Kellogg's... You have nobody with Reddit that works at your business? <laughs> According to online sources... Okay, why... Okay. Uh, blue... That does... Okay, whatever. Uh, not that it's stopped social media gestures calling out catalogs and unfortunately named frozen waffle lines. There's a tweet here from Kellogg's executive. We should release a blue waffle. Everyone else in the meeting... We see no problem with this. That's exactly what I was talking about earlier with, like, the cuties thing. This got through, like, groups and groups of people. They thought, this is okay. <laughs> One Twitter poster wrote, I've been informed that this is an actual thing that exists, and I have so many questions. Another added, has nobody at the Kellogg's team ever been on the internet? That's what I'm talking about. No one has read it? If you're not at Kellogg's, then for the... If you're not... If what's this person trying to say? If you are not Kellogg's, then for the love of everything good, do not Google. The, please don't Google that. Well, another person tweeted, "Does Kellogg's not have a single millennial, or was it one troll who was like, hey, we should make a waffle that is blue, and no one knew better?" That's a good question. This had whoever made this like pitched this idea and a meeting. God, I hope they don't work there anymore. Kellogg's, you just made yourself a may-may. You lose. You've lost. So, I moved back in for college, and I've had three bats in my house in two days. And it scared the bejesus out of me. <laughs> As a understatement, it scared the bejesus out of me. So the first time I was sitting here, I was playing Siege, and then no cares in the world. I hear something. I thought someone was knocking my door. I was like, yeah. And then no one answered. I went back to playing. Bat smacks into the wall behind my computer. Scared the shit out of me. I was like, okay. Um, that's a bat. I looked up. It was flying around my ceiling. I'm like, okay. So I go and I wake the other people up at my house. I'm like, hey, there's a bat in my house. They close the door. It was all up to me. <laughs> so I open up the front door, turn on the porch light, and then open up my bedroom door and it eventually flew out. Now, you know, whew, end of story, thank goodness. So I went to bed that night, and I woke up, and I was could have sworn there's another bat in there. So I threw the blanket on myself as security measures, ran out the room to do it all, the whole process over again. But then I didn't see any bats when I went back in my room. So I was like, I must have been dreaming, a very vivid dream. So go to bed for that night. I come home the next day, I'm playing Valorant with my cousin, I see another bat. I was like, Jesus. 
So this time I went and I alerted people that were sitting in the bedroom, in the front room. I'm like, hey, you might want to go to your room. And they're like, okay, okay. So I go to the room. I'm like, I got this. I can handle this. Man of the household time starts now. So they go to the bedroom. I open up my door. I do the same process again, trying to get this bat out the room. But it would not go. And uh, my ceiling fan's going still, right? Spinning, like on the highest setting. So I'm sitting there. I open up the door. And I was like knocking on the door, like tapping on the door with my fingers like this, trying to get it out. And then I hear, boom, boom. And I was like, what just happened? I open up the door. My ceiling fan killed the bat. My ceiling fan has a KD ratio now, and it's not zero. So we uh, we moved, removed the bat, and we got the other bat out. We just we like pushed it through the house with the broom, and I finally got out. But my ceiling fan killed the bat, and I don't know how to feel about that. You know, I can't. You know, you're supposed to like turn your fan every six months, tell it to go the other direction, because it makes it circulate a different way, it makes the room cooler still in the winter, and then in the spring you flip it again. But I don't think I have the balls to go up to my fan and be like, I know you've been doing this job for six months. We need to change it up. It's going to be sitting up there smoking a cigarette, look down at me, like, yeah, spit on me. It's like walk, like <laughs> the Shaq's like, personal finance guy walking up, looking at Shaq, like, excuse, excuse me, sir. Excuse me, you can't. Uh, did you turn in a tax form to the IRS, which was just a sticky note that said, you got this right, question mark? Like, looking up to Shaq, wiping his sweaty hands down the side of his pants like a little kid. All scared. He's like, "Yeah, did I do it wrong? That's what I've been doing." He's like, "No, good, Mister Shack, good." For Goop Team, smelling Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina was just another day at the office. We going right for the no-nos. So I knew about this from a while ago because I saw it on a meme boards. The Goop employees smelled Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina to embody the infamous this smells like my vagina candle. Now this is a real candle. I swear to God. I've looked into this. I've told multiple people about this. And they've all searched it and they've all found it. And then they apologized for me for not believing them. The 47-year-old actress who founded the lifestyle brand made headlines when she unveiled her unusual scented candle that has now been revealed that the team behind the candle got their inspiration from the scent of smelling her vagina. And then it has an Instagram picture from the Smells Like My Vagina and it says, Shop Goop Now. Goop's chief designer and head of merchandising, Sean Kearney, told Closer Magazine, we all live and breathe these products. Uh-huh. The, the Goop office is unlike any workplace in the world. You will find staff sitting at their desk with a bunch of needles in their face. Or what do you mean? Are they doing acupuncture at their desks? That seems like an out-of-work experience. That's, that's, that's PTO. Somebody you might know. Personal time off. Or Saturdays. And workplace in the world, you will find staff sitting at their desk with a bunch of needles in their face or wearing a necklace vibrator while discussing which sex toys give them the best orgasm that weekend. <sighs> so, okay, these these companies think that doing stuff like that makes them like the place to work, you know. We have no boundaries. There's the work dynamic and there's the social dynamic. And I would say that even... Discussing which sex toys gave them the best orgasm that weekend, that's not even social life. That's that's bedroom life. 
That's between, like, you and Max, one other person. For the goop team, smelling Gwyneth's vagina became just another day at the office, exclamation point. She's the ultimate embodiment of the brand, and that means ensuring its authenticity with these products. Go you, goop team. Ew. I'm, I'm, it's making me sick to my stomach reading this, man. Uh, the candle, which actually smells like Garium Curtsy Baragment and Cedar. I have no idea what those words are. I don't even know if I said those right. Sold out immediately when it went on sale in mid-January. And Gwyneth said she came close to naming the wax creation after her privates because she wanted to end the stigma around female sexuality. Now, so no one's saying it smelled bad, right? But there's certain things that you want to smell. I'm going to give you a list. And you tell me which part should not be in there. Okay. Um, lilac. Uh, cedar. Vagina. Now, which of those candles would you buy? Now, I some might buy the last one. That was vagina as a gag. But that's just it, as a gag. If you want, like, if you had your family home, imagine that you're in a relationship, right? And you're having her family over for dinner, okay? You're having a dinner over at your place. Would you put out, which candle would you put out on the table for them to walk in? They'd be lilac, cedar, or vagina. Which candle would you put out for your girlfriend's parents coming over for dinner? Dr. Phil told his TikTok followers to stop calling him daddy. Because it's a little weird. <laughs> daddy Phil. No more Dr. Phil. We got Daddy Phil here. America's favorite psychologist might have to psychoanalyze his millions of TikTok followers. Dr. Phil McGraw told his fans in a new TikTok video on Wednesday that they have to stop calling him Daddy in the comments of his post. I hate to break it to you, but I ain't your daddy. And your real daddy's probably getting his feelings hurt, McGraw said. I appreciate the support. It's a little weird, but I appreciate the support. The video amazed more than 5 million likes in 24 hours, though the account has only 4 million followers. And then we have the video. You have to stop commenting daddy on all of my posts. I ain't your daddy. I hate to break it to you, but I ain't your daddy. And your real daddy's probably getting his feelings hurt. I appreciate the support. It's a little weird, but I do appreciate the support. McGraw followed the popular you have to TikTok trends where users say people have to stop doing something. In this case, everyone has to stop saying McGraw is their father. The comments section of the TV host's previous TikToks videos were flooded with people referring to him as daddy with some even calling him Dr. Daddy. Naturally, the video's top comments continue to call McGraw daddy, including some of the app stars Madison Beer, the influencer turned pop star commented dad i'm so sorry the willy wonka impersonator willy wonka tiktok wrote can't relate naomi brook a popular twitter uh, tiktoker under the username naomi brook said daddy chill inside insider has reached out to mcgraw for more comments we got dr daddy phil oh yeah <laughs> oh my god so after the logical step from talking about Dr. Phil, 
is talk about Kim Kardashian. Now, I don't know anything about Kim Kardashian. I know that she's married to Kanye, and that's about it. But there's some theories going on around her. And these theories are asking about how many toes she has. Kim Kardashian posts video to prove how many toes she has amid wild theories. The reality star moves to refute persisted online rumors around her supposedly mysterious and abnormal feet. Now, just reading that article headline, I think that this is just a theory to, you know, show off her feet to some people that like feet. When I was in high school, my buddies was like, hey, I'm going to start a, a rumor about such and such that he has a foot fetish. And he, I'm like, okay. So he started telling people, hey, you know, such and such has a foot fetish. And they're like, really? And this got so... This got so far and wide that he was known as having a foot fetish when he, he didn't. <laughs> like we had kids auditioning from middle school that were like, is that such and such? He's a, he has a foot fetish, right? And then my buddy's like, yep, yes he does. <laughs> oh my God, like, no, no reason. He just felt like telling the story that he had a foot fetish. Kim Kardashian West has posted a video to prove that she has only five toes on each foot. Thank goodness. What would we do without? Now now I can sleep at night. Man, I've been sitting here thinking, oh my God, if she has six toes on one foot, then how can she fit in normal shoes? She probably has to get all of her shoes altered. Oh my God. The Keep Up Kardashian star has apparently been the subject of much speculation over a superior, uh, supposedly mysterious six toes. However, she resorted to releasing footage of her seemingly normal feet in the effort to dispel the rumors okay so everyone thinks that i have six toes and it's really wild the 39 year old said in a clip on instagram stories with wiggling her toes <sighs> how far <laughs> you've fallen from grace counting each of the digits presumably in the effort to provide further clarification oh if she didn't if she was not like one two three four five five Done. I have five toes, okay? I was, no, what would be better if she just did this little piggy and then she got to the end. She's like, um, I'm going to be honest. I don't know what this piggy does. <laughs> and she's like, one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, my publicist is going to kill me. Now everyone knows that I have six toes. Oh, my, oh, my, oh, my God. <laughs> Counting each of her digits. Kardashian West says that the size of her feet sometimes look like extra toes in photos when she is wearing certain shoes. One, two, three, four, five. But it's it's this part of my foot when I wear a, sh a shoe that looks like smashing down right here. And, and this doesn't make any sense without the video context. I don't know why. It just looks like a sixth toe. Well, if you have if your shoes are squeezing your damn feet so hard you look like you have six toes, then you need to get some more comfy shoes. You know, go get yourself some, some New Balance, some some Skechers. Can you imagine her just on the red carpet? My shoes make me go fast. She's wearing light-up shoes. Now, I would watch that. I would watch that. Over the summer, because I've pretty much told all of my funny choir stories that they know, so I'll let them mm -hmm. tell their own. But uh, over the summer, so I was working as a at this new job. I only did it for the summer. And we had to do, like, partners for this one day. So and I worked, like, site to site. So I was working with this one guy. I'm not going to say his name, obviously, but I, we, 
we were vibing. He's he's pretty funny. And I told him like, I was in college or whatever. He's in college too. And I was in a fraternity. And he's like, man, yeah, I, I rushed a fraternity last year. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And I'm like, did you get into it? And he's like, no. So they had this thing called, uh, they did some like kind of hazy stuff. And I was like, okay, well, that's that's not good. I'm like, it's like, what type of stuff are you talking about? And he's like, we had, they had this thing called like penis night. I was like, what's, what's penis night? And he was like, well, it was a night that uh, all the people that were rushing to fraternity just pull out their dicks. So everyone <laughs> sees their dicks. Logical. I was like, oh, sh- oh shit. I'm like, really? And I was like, so that's, that's why you didn't get in? He was like, no. I'm like, so, like, he quit, like, before. He's like, no. <laughs> I'm like, so, why didn't he get in? He's like, oh, I didn't get in later. I'm like, so you you were part of the penis night. Yeah. Well, sign me up. What the fuck? <laughs> like, I'm like, so you were like you were in in like you showed your dick to other guys. Like, yeah. I'm like, and you still didn't get into fraternity. He's like, <laughs> no. Like, okay, man. <laughs> Is that legal? No. <laughs> I mean, how how bad you gotta look? To not get accepted after willingly taking out your penis, dude. That yeah, is like when I cracked my head during the sounds of the season. Oh my god, I, I remember that. Me too. Wait, wasn't it? Was it three or the one that put the? Uh, I thought it was one of them, wasn't it? Long live the king. <laughs> Foreshadowing yeah, shit. Yeah, like I was. We had this double-decker wooden bus that they wanted the all-girls choir to be on. And they, like, well, half of them. So they had, like, 24 girls in that wooden bus. And then they came into our choir because, you know, we had dudes. And they're like, all right, any volunteers? And I was like, I already do enough shit, man. Like, fuck that. No. And they're like, okay, uh, we have you, 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 you all volunteered. Christian, I'm like, I didn't fucking volunteer. They said, Yeah, you did. I was like, Oh, okay. Damn. He goes, he goes, Can you lift more than twenty five pounds? Great, that's twenty five more than the rest of these show choir guys. Yeah, they had like they had Steve. Steve Bro. was one of them. <laughs> Steve. Good old Steve. I miss him. Yeah, so it was so like it was the night before, like the opening or whatever. It was my birthday. <laughs> we were we were pushed like they're like, Okay, we're gonna test run this. So that is pushed across with no girls on it. They're like, okay, that worked. So then they had the girls go on it, and the girls in that choir, um, there there was some some biggins. So, mm. you know, so like pushing it like empty, like that's okay. Pushing it twenty four times, let's say minimum a hundred pounds a girl. That's minimum. Add a lot. <laughs> so like we're yeah. pushing it, and I was I push it with all my might, man, and then. All of a sudden, I just feel something hit my head. I thought it was a stage light. I thought, I thought a stage light fell down and hit me in the head. And I was like, so I just like bent over a little bit. I'm like, oh, damn, that hurt. And then like I go back and I start pushing again. Because I was like, okay, whatever hit me, it hit me. I thought like that hurt. I'm going to have a goose egg tomorrow. So I keep pushing. And then this kid runs up to me and he was like, are you okay? And I was like, well, I, it hurt, but I'm fine. And then. I looked down and the ent- we're wearing like the red closer jackets. 
mm-hmm. and the entire like V that was like not seen, like that was just the white. Yeah. My entire my entire outfit was red. <laughs> <laughs> so so like I was like, oh that that sucks. So I stopped pushing and then I get walked to the like they walk me back to the office. They're like our teacher, like, hey, he broke. And I'm, he's like, yeah, he's broke. Let's go uh, get him out of his costume and call his mom. So I go in the bath. I go to like the changing room. And I change out of it and then like, put on my normal clothes. And then my girlfriend at the time ran in because she didn't know where I was. She just followed the trail of blood that was on the ground to the room. <laughs> and assumed I was there. I was and, there. There was a trail of blood. There was a trail of blood. I remember. Yeah. I remember. And yeah, so. The director was like, "Yeah, go home and uh, rest. Take some some aspirin, and let us know how you're doing." And my mom gets there, and she like looks at my head. She's like, "Yeah, we're taking to the immediate care." So I go to the doctor, and then they're like, it was, "I was the only person in the hall." And they're gonna have me like sitting with an ice pack. My ice pack's just slippery, bloody. They, oh. they take me back, and the doctor's like, "Yeah, it, it just will not stop bleeding." And I was like, "Yeah, that's kind of why I'm here, man." And he was like, well, you're going to need staples. And I was like, okay, how many How many staples? He said, at least three. And I was like, I don't want to have three staples in my head. You were like, you're like the department store? Staples? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, he was like, he's like, do you want, do you want like pain medication? Like, do you want to, like the syringe with like pain medicine? And I was like, okay, I'll make a deal with you, doc. If you, uh, I can do one probably without, but if you have to do more, then I'm probably going to have to have pain medicine. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, no, you're going to need at least two pop-up. He said, he said that. He said pop-up. Like <laughs> gun in, gun, like finger gun. And I was like, man, I don't. I'm, if we're doing more than two pop-ups, then I'm going to need some medicine, man. <laughs> so like, he gets the syringe up. He said, okay, you say you need it. And I could hear it going into my head, man. I could hear the liquid leaving the needle uh... in my head. And I was like, I'm never going to forget that. And I got two staples in my head. And then they set my ass home. No medicine. <laughs> and then I went to school the next day and they sent out an email or whatever saying like <laughs> the directors did to all the parents. Um, a kid got hurt yesterday, but he's okay. He's at school today. Nothing's wrong. He just, he went home. He, he back today. So nothing to worry about. I'm like, there is something to worry about. It's got staples in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Some fat asses on a wooden bus. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Yeah, so they, they didn't use the bus for the, the final. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they scrapped the idea. Maybe maybe something was wrong with it. Oh, what I got hit with wasn't a stage light. So, like, they had the counter the counterbalances on the ropes for how you raise and lower the curtains. Got stuck on the top of the bus, and we're pushing it. So the farther I'm pushing, basically I'm pushing it. The farther I'm pushing it, the higher this rope's getting. And then one of the girls on the top of the bus, who was my ex-girlfriend's sister, like oh this is stuck and then she unwrapped it around the the top of the bus and it swung down like a pendulum right in my head and she denies it but Head everyone shot. saw her do it yeah. headshot fatality Finish him. <laughs> <laughs> it's just oops not bad did i do that Dude, i remember <laughs> that day i remember walking past you because you were i was walking into the auditorium through those doors as you were like like bent over and everybody was like, are you okay, Christian? I was like, what happened, dude? Because I'm like a first-year member at the time, and I'm like, that's the big guy. He just got hit. <laughs> and Man. You, you turn around and start walking out the door, and you are 
bleeding all over the place. I'm like, that's not fucking good. No. That red like, stuff's supposed to be inside his body. Man down. Man down. <laughs> Made it. What's wrong with him? Yeah, so I I I say this not as like, oh I'm I'm the toughest man or whatever, but if that was like anybody else, I would be fucking, fucking dead. They'd be fucking dead. <laughs> Jordan, imagine you getting hit with that. You'd probably go flying. No, my head would just literally de- get decapitated. Like, I'd be off. gone. <laughs> well, actually, with with it might have gone over your head. Oh hell no! No, no, seriously. Oh, oh hell no! If it no, if it hit the top of Christian's head, then it would have gone over yours. Yeah, because he's short. Yeah, because I was like four foot three at the time. Yeah. Still like a fucking peasant, Spencer, man. Your neck would be at a right angle. <laughs> but I have Give a me a slap on the back. I spit out a piss. Ooh, I love <laughs> strawberry flavor. Thank you, Bob. There. Oh, you yeah, guys, it, it was you pretty smelly. We had Operation P. Yeah. I never got kidnapped. Just saying. Oh, well, for reference, because they don't know what. <laughs> I mean, oh like, yeah, that know. sounds really bad. You know, so like when you're new, when you're new to the to the show choir we were in in high school, they would they would like the seniors would come and they would air quotes kidnap you, and they would just take you and like do like activities and stuff like for bonding for like the new year. So like when I was when I got kidnapped, I uh, I was wasn't feeling the best and like. The girl that kidnapped me, I had a, a crush on because I saw her the year prior. So like, I was asleep at my dad's house, and I just wake up, and she's standing over me. And I was like, <laughs> shit, I must be dreaming. Direction. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> must be dreaming, man. No, tell, them, like, tell them why you weren't feeling so good. I had my first uh, alcoholic beverage the day before, and it wasn't ah. very good. It wasn't much. I just, I, it was enough to hurt my stomach the next day. Weak. Yeah. Well, I was... Yeah, that was the first time ever drink. So, like, I the next day, so I was, I was sitting there. I'm like, okay. And then she, she throws like this shirt at me. She said, "Yeah, five minutes to get dressed." I was like, okay. Well, I'm. Uh, <laughs> he goes, "Dude, I'm you were like, you're like last I, night." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you were like, I thought we were taking our clothes off. What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, so I go and I get changed, and I'm sitting in this car with complete strangers, and we're in the back of this van, and they're just flying, man. Like, I have never been in a car that was speeding so fast in my entire life. <laughs> so, <laughs> we get to this person's house, and it's every, like, all the newbies are there, and they're having breakfast and stuff. I'm like, <clears throat> I'll, I'll pass. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I'm sitting there, I'm just trying to center my chi in the corner. I'm like, I'm about to get sick, man. So, they go downstairs, and they're doing this icebreaker game. I hate icebreaker games so, so much. So, like, they're like, Everyone inter- like said their name, and then they had this tarp, and they're dropping the tarp, and whoever said the other person's name on the other side of the tarp, they won or whatever, bragging rights. So like when they're doing that, I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of here. I'm gonna go try to use the bathroom. A, because I need a shit, and B, because I don't want to do icebreaker games. <laughs> so I go upstairs, like I sneak away when no one's looking, and I go in the bathroom, and I have that was the worst smell I have ever created for my body ever i'm like everybody in the choir is downstairs and i just fucking hiroshima this bathroom <laughs> so I'm like, all of your chances of getting a new friend are just gone like, flush yeah. down the toilet flush, like, <laughs> down the drain. yeah they're doing bonding games downstairs and they just hear like a 
It's like oh, the house rumbles. Earthquake with 9.0. Yeah, so I <laughs> so I I'm like, dude, I need to I need to clean up the smell, man. It smells so bad. <laughs> and I'm like scourging through like the cabinets and stuff in there, trying to find like air fresheners or something. And all they had was I remember like a year prior, my teacher said that like if you're ever in the bathroom it smells bad, to light a match because the the match will like overpower <laughs> the the shit smell. You said I set that whole house on fire. Jeez. Yeah, so like I, they had one match. They had one match in that bathroom. I said gotta make this gotta make this work man so i'm in there i like the match i'm like waving it around like it's incense <laughs> they call it awesome. sets off the fire alarm so nobody has to smell that was, that's what i was i was so worried man i was like blowing it away from like the smoke detector and then i throw it in the, the trash can and i was like there's paper towels in there uh, <laughs> I don't know what's on those paper towels, but I had to had to put my hand down in there to get the match out. Oh. I had to run it through like the sink and I put it in there. And then I go downstairs and they're just everyone's like, Hey, where'd you go? I was like, Oh, I went upstairs to get some orange juice. They're like, Where's the orange juice? I'm like, shit, I drank it before I came back down. <laughs> and then like we go upstairs and I'm like, I, heard I, girl, I heard one of the girls were like, It smells like Matches up here. I was like, well, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> oh Dude, that's God. so weird. I was just up there. I didn't smell anything. Man, I was up there and I was getting that sweet, sweet OJ. It smelled <laughs> clean as a day. Like, yeah, I smelled that too when I was up there. It's so weird. Because, dude, the only thing I smelled up there was shit. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> we don't even have OJ upstairs. The fuck? <laughs> Did you get yeah, that, dude? A person who like owns the house is like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking lying. Like, you don't even have it upstairs. The person that went up there. We don't have went, enough she, went, yeah. <laughs> she wasn't looking for the bathroom. She was just like, dude, I wanted to find some orange juice. That fat kid that keeps going upstairs. He said there's oranges. I don't see any up here. <laughs> they had this thing called like penis night. Oh my God, baby, you're bleeding. I said, wow. <laughs> it's got staples in my head. Some fat asses on a wooden bus. And I had like basically bloody oatmeal throw up yeah. stuff in my braces. But at this point, my underwear and my pants and my socks and part of my shoes were completely ruined. Oh my um, God. That keeps going upstairs. You said there's orgies. I don't see any up here. Are you trying to have intercourse with me? Get rid of that shit stain from the face of this earth. William is actually the uh, the first employee at uh, Kroger Two. It is the the new and improved <laughs> Kroger. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, the only thing they uh, they spe- they specialize in yeah. is uh, milk. That's their only product. <laughs> you walk in and it is literally about ninety aisles of freezers that only have two percent milk in them. So we got one percent. There, there is one one person bubble gums every single Friday. Only one. Yo, you have to battle royale for that shit. So we got one percent, two percent, fucking three hundred percent. I wonder if they bother putting uh, the barcodes on them. Like, do they even bother? You check out by telling the milk number. <laughs> this is milk number 72. You just 
You just count how many milks you get, and then uh, at the cash register, you just tell them how many milks you have, and then they just put in the number. So you're you're saying all milks are equal, then? (laughs) If you take take a 2% milk, and you add another 2% milk, do you get 4%? You could be having a tire... You guys have almond milk. All milk we got no nut milk here. Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> you guys, what do we look like, huh? Kroger one. Get the fuck milk? out of here. We're Kroger two, bitch. <laughs> yeah, you got breast milk. All right. Do you want to tell the, the card story now? It was a normal it's day back. at FCOM. Jordan. It was a normal day at FCOM. <clears throat> I just learned to play a cool new game with my friends, and I was still <laughs> the new. I was still the new guy in the group. Like it was. It was McCormick. It was it was Christian, and I believe it was Ethan Scott, right? Yep. I think it was Ethan Scott. Yep. So I was the only one who didn't know how to play Euchre originally. So I learned. I was still the new guy. This was, this was like my fourth game. So I'm on a team with Christian. And first of all, it's, let's just understand the size difference that, that, that existed there. <laughs> let's just, Christian yeah. Howe was two Jordans, essentially. Yeah. He was, he was a two and a half. Well, that's a hyperbole, <laughs> but still, we're, we're stressing the point. So, yeah, playing the game. Accurate. Yeah, and we were playing this game. I, I was confident what I was doing. I was playing the spade when I had to, playing the diamond. And then it, it came a hand when I played a card, and I was allowed to play the card, but Christian did not think I was allowed to play the card. And what that is called is reneging in Euchre. When you when you play off suit and you were supposed to play on suit, that's actually I what did, it's called. By the way, it's actually what it's called. It's actually a term. <laughs> yeah, it's called. actually a term in euchre. And I knew I did not, but Christian, because I don't know if it cost us the game or just the just the trick. But Christian, I'm sorry, but you flipped shit. This man yeah. stood up because we were we had like a desk configuration. This man stood up and like flung up a desk. He had his hands on this desk about to flip it. He said, and I quote. And I said, I was looking up at this man because I was a little man. I was looking up by the grace of God. I said, Christian, I swear to God, I didn't renege. <laughs> Saliva coming out of this man's mouth into my face. I had to wipe it. <laughs> Christian, no. And that was pretty much it. It looked like I, th- I honestly thought I was going to die. I'm like, <laughs> I thought he was going to literally flip this shit over. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure one of. I think Ethan or I called it because we thought it was, uh-huh. and and everybody would just kind of looked at it for a second. I I could see Christian like start foaming at the mouth. Like he, <laughs> he, he was like he was like staring at the at the like uh at the four cards in the middle, and he was just staring at him. He was like I could see like the smoke coming out of his ears, like you know, like on the cartoons when the character starts yeah. getting really red in the face, and you're like they're about to explode. Yeah, and and Jordan, you go I. I don't think I did. Christian just stands up and flips the shit. I mean, he is just standing over Jordan, yeah. and I'm like, I'm not a witness. My best friend died today. Yeah, like slamming the table and everything, man. It was scary. Like, genuinely, genuine fear spread throughout that those four men that day. That yeah. was terrifying. Three men. I three men, yeah. yeah. You weren't, but us three, man. I never played Euchre the same after that. Dude, I was ready to hear like the burr, burr, da, 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 da. Let's start playing taps. <laughs> oh, just man. up there folding, folding the flag. Up. 
I was like, no, I was, I was so mad that because everyone else thought that he reneged because uh, he he had multiple times throughout the I, game. Yeah. So it wasn't out of character. But once you like, if you tell somebody something so many times and you think I, we all thought that he did, it was just game over. I was so mad, man. I went yeah. out in the hallway, and my girlfriend at the time, she's like, what happened? What happened? She, she thought, I thought I got some bad news or something, got a phone call, and I was like, oh, my God. And then I'm like, Jordan! I'm like, she reneged in Euchre. I didn't, I know that, hey, I don't know what that means. And B, I think that you're just being racist. I'm like, no! It's <laughs> literally what it's called. Let's <laughs> go! Let the record show I didn't renege. I, I didn't, no. actually. No, he didn't. But uh, it, if I did, I wouldn't be here in this call today. <laughs> that, that's for sure. We did it. Yeah, so... um, We did it, I heard, I heard, I heard um, this podcast is going to drop a merch line. Is that true? No. Oh, <laughs> I just tried to give you a plug, bro, and you just keep hanging hey, I was excited. Facebook flags onion seeds ad as overly sexual. October 7th, officials with the Canadian business said that they were left surprised, confused, and somewhat amused when Facebook refused to run an ad because a photo of onions were flagged as overtly sexual images. Jackson McLean, a manager at Gay's Seed Company in St. John's, Newfoundland, and Labrador, that's the second story from that place, said the company submitted an ad to Facebook to promote its Walla Walla Onions, but the submitted image was rejected by the social media network because the photo, which depicted only a group of onions, were deemed as overtly sexual. We got notified the other day that an overtly sexual image that they had to ban it from the website, McLean told CBC News. I guess something about the two round shapes that could be misconstrued as boobs or something, nude in some way. Okay. I've never in my life, you know, like when I was, would go to the grocery store with my mom, I would never look at a stack of onions and be like, just getting blood, like flushed in the face. It's, I can't look at mom, look at all those titties over there. She's like, that's, that's onions. I'm like, oh. Chicken nugget launched into space to celebrate Iceland's 50th anniversary. Supermarket giant Iceland has celebrated its 50th anniversary by sending a chicken nugget into space. Honestly, that's, if that wouldn't be your first reaction, then I don't, I don't know if I'd call you a friend. Like, okay, we've been around for 50 years. We can, uh, so we can build like a commemorative plaque. We can build a statue, give out a scholarship. And then the guy in the back's like, okay, listen. I have something a little wacky, okay. Let's uh, send a chicken nugget into space. And then that's the reason he got promoted to CEO. So, dude in the back, he's now CEO of supermarket giant Iceland. Because he sent a chicken nugget up to space. Last week we talked about a guy that sued because <laughs> he had a burnt chicken nugget. No, he had a, something unchewable in a chicken nugget. And now they're sending chicken nuggies up into space. One of the retailer's most popular items, it was launched. Uh, the breaded snack took just under two hours to reach 110,000 feet above the earth. 
one of the retailer's most popular items. It was launched into the stratosphere temperatures of minus 60 degrees Celsius, minus 76 Fahrenheit, from a location close to the company's head offices in Deeside, North Wales. Having reached peak altitude, peak altitude, it then headed back towards Earth at 200 miles per hour. Dude, and this chicken nugget was going 200 miles per hour. Just like riding to school on the school bus, you see a Bro, bro, what was what was that? He said, "I think that was a chicken nugget." I he said, "I had to have an inkling. That was a chicken nugget going 200 miles per hour." Kid probably walks in the backyard thinking it's like a <laughs> shooting star. He's like, "It's getting close, mom, mom. It's mom, 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 mom. It's getting closer. It's getting <laughs> lands in the dirt. Walk over to it, thinking you're gonna see like Kal-El, the new Superman. Look down, just one chicken nugget." We have 11-year-old steel school bus flips off cop during chaotic joyride. This was on Thursday. According to ad- the advocate, an 11-year-old piloting a school bus led local cops on a joyride chase throughout the streets of Bolton Rouge over the weekend. Not only that, but the kid, who per the article, was so small that he apparently had to stand up to reach the pedals, managed to evade police for over a half hour swerve around multiple spike strips and flip off the damn lawman along the way. This kid, how many... Someone needs to check his Xbox account. How many hours does he have in GTA 5? Jesus Christ! This kid, he said, alright. He goes to school and he just looks out the window and he sees this <laughs> sees this school bus driver. He's like, need to take a piss. And just walks off. And he's like, hey, hey, is, did that... Did he leave the keys in there? The kid's like, yeah, yeah, I think he did. I think he possibly left the keys in there. And he said he was going to, quote unquote, go piss. He's like, I'm, I'm about to do something stupid. He's like, uh, uh, okay, um, I'm just an act like I didn't hear any of this. The kid runs off into the bus, gets in there. He's like, okay, how do you close? I, he said, I've been on a bus for six years of my life. I don't know how they close the doors. Um, we're just going to figure it out. Drive so fast, maybe they'll slam shut themselves. Gets in there, he's like, I can't reach the pedals. Jesus Christ, didn't think this through. He's like, okay, well, uh, I'm going to half stand up on the seat. I'm going to use my, uh, do you drive with both feet, right? <laughs> he's like, oh, um, he didn't come with me, damn. This, wow, he swerved around spike strips and flipped off the damn lawman along the way. At one point, the boy reached his hands out the window and made an obscene gesture towards pursuing officers, recounts reporter Layskin. And though we can in no way condone the child's reckless behavior, we can't help but concede it was pretty badass. Uh, that's, you know, I'm, yeah, that's pretty badass. Eventually, the kid crashed the bus into a tree and was peacefully taken into custody with no injuries reported. I'm glad he didn't get hurt. It's unclear whether or not the anonymous child still remains in the juvenile detention, but if so, we think it's safe to say he's the most respected kid in the cell block right now. Hey, they're going around like stereotypical movie. What are you in here for? He's like, bro, I uh, spray painted a dick on the side of the school. He's like, it's pretty cool, but uh, you know, I went on a 30-minute high-speed bus pursuit, flipped off the cops, and they were putting out spike strips for me, dude. They're throwing them out like GTA when you get to four stars, throwing out spike strips. He's like, man, he said, I need to step up my game. I need to uh, 
put hair on the nuts next time I spare paint. I think that we're pretty even. You know, high-speed pursuit, graphic dick, you know. I think the spray painting the dick with hair on the balls would step it up a little bit. New craft campaign encourages people to send nudes. N-O-O-D-S. Hell yeah. Las Vegas. No, not like that. They mean noodles. Craft is celebrating National Noodle Day on Tuesday by letting you send a free box of noodles to a friend. And then they have a picture here, and it has a Kraft mac and cheese box, and then they have a white bowl, and uh, the mac and cheese itself is pixelated to intend that it's inappropriate material, like what you would do for a booby or titi. Through October 11th, you can send a box of macaroni and cheese for free by visiting their site and filling out a simple form or responding to their Twitter handle at Kraft Mac and Cheese. They say, we want to give fans the opportunity to send and share the cheesiest nudes with their friends and family. Says That sounds that feels weird to say. <laughs> Says uh, Martina Davis, brand manager for Kraft Mac and Cheese. Kraft also wants to be perfectly clear they mean nudes and definitely not nudes. Hmm. I see. Hashtag send nudes. If you if you hear that and you don't think that uh it mean noodles, then I don't know what's up with you, man. Whenever I hear you send nudes, I automatically think of Kraft Mac and Cheese. That's just good branding. We got a woman accused of impersonating a prosecutor, dropping criminal charges against herself, and then has the funniest looking grin I've ever seen in her, in her mugshot she's still wearing the the stripy shirt and everything they didn't even oh my god look at that shit in green right there that's an uno reverse card if i've ever seen one a littleton woman allegedly impersonated a hillsborough county prosecutor when she filed bogus documents with court officials declaring that the drug possession and stalking case against her had been dropped according to recent released <laughs> indications okay so if this woman had thought out that far and that's like 17 chess moves ahead like they're setting up the board she's like I know what you're gonna do like bitch I don't even know what I'm gonna do <laughs> the, oh, don't, don't, don't cross her <laughs> you're gonna find a death certificate in your mail and it's gonna be dated for tomorrow you're like oh shit uh, honey we're, we're leaving town. <laughs> Police seizes three kangaroos during a $150 million illegal cannabis raid. That looks that, like... I guess I've never... like trees, dude. That's... Those are some hefty... Those are some hefty oh, marijuana oh, oh. cannabis plants. It's all good, man. I got it. It's, it's Australian cannabis. Oh, That's why it's so big. They built different. Today in, uh, what the actual, oh man, dude, I love, this article's so woke, dude. They, uh, they use the, what the heck in there? What the actual heck? We have a massive police bust just north of Toronto in which $150 million worth of illegal grown marijuana was seized along with guns, crossbows, and several exotic animals. This isn't Toronto. Canada. Easy Toronto. Hmm. 
Among the creatures found at one of 15 different properties searched around the raid were found three kangaroos and two zebras. That's right, kangaroos and freaking zebras. Bro, those freaking zebras, man. Kangaroos, zebras, and cannabis that's like seven feet tall. Dude, that that's insane. I It looks like... Uh, Dude, Toronto's up there playing Jumanji. I'm just oh, saying. Also, <laughs> reading this article is just making me, making me cringe. Yeah. If, what if you read an article and it just says, "What the actual heck?" or "Freaking zebras." That's. <laughs> you should. Not everybody should be <laughs> should be reporters. Create, creative writing. <laughs> Yeah, they took some creative liberties. Animal Control was notified and is investigating, wrote York Regional Police, in a new release announcing the raid in 37 restaurant, uh, resilient arrests are on Thursday morning. The exotic animals were located in Schumburg, Ontario, according to police. Though it was not known where, uh, where they were uh, procured, but he said, bro, we don't honestly, zero idea. I'd, uh, in my life, I've seen zero zebras and <laughs> kangaroos in Canada, but today's a new day. Uh, what were they? Yeah, they also don't know what they're being used for. Why do they assume they're being used? This dude just wanted to have a, a zebra. I, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say he's using them kangaroos as, uh, you know, bouncers keep people away from his, his operation there. Have you ever, I mean, he's, you're, you walk up there, you're not gonna argue with that. Uh, you're not gonna argue with a kangaroo. Yeah. Walk up, the kangaroo reaches in their pouch, pulls out a switchblade. Like, whoa, 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 dude! Switchblades are illegal. <laughs> <laughs> right. what, the, what the heck, bro? Oh no! What the actual heck, bro? Yeah. What? What? what did, there's not gonna be any use. They just wanted to have exotic animals. Uh, once you have that much money. $150 million worth of weed. I don't think that you're really using the kangaroos for anything. You just want the clout of having a kangaroo. Right. I mean, you get some, get some people interested in coming over to the party, not because not they want to buy anything. They just want to see your, uh, just want to see your zoo in your backyard, man. Yeah. Your neighbor comes over. Okay. Not to, not to meddle here or anything, not to be that nosy neighbor, but uh, it's not okay to keep zebras in kangaroos and the same they they're not good well, uh, you know the the zebras they 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 graze too much and it's not comfortable on the kangaroo's feet you know not enough padding <laughs> you're like okay mm-hmm. okay Kyle I didn't know that you were an expert on kangaroos and zebras like well uh now you know I'm gonna just gonna just gonna recommend that you call up true green and get some uh, K- Kentucky bluegrass you know these uh they don't know what they're being used for. Of how many animals were at the site in total? Did this? Well, you didn't search it. <laughs> I, oh, I thought it said. I thought I remembered fifteen. I thought it was fifteen different species. No, it was just oh, so. Yeah. <laughs> so, at one of those other, like the sixteenth site, just has a rhino, <laughs> has a koala riding around on the rhino. Like, bro, wild shit's happening here. What Great. we do. Though, is that the site in Schumburg was one of 15 across the GTA, that's the Greater Toronto Area, not Grand Theft Auto. 
for the listeners at home. Rated as the result of the three-month-long investigation called Project Green Sweep. Green Sweep? I don't know. That's so funny to me. Okay. Like I was, I was talking last week about, what was it? Well, that was a couple weeks ago when the guy was on the, the anti-rat, anti-rat operation or whatever in New York. Let's get home. What, like, what was that called? The Rat Force? Oh, yeah. It was on the attack Rat Force, something like that. The rat, rat, rat Task Force, that's it. Yeah, that's what it was. You get home, you're like, honey, I just... Operation uh, Project Green Sweep, it's just... It's really kicking me in the gooch. <laughs> he said, what are you talking about? He said, uh, well, today at work I found... I found a zebra. She's like, you found, you found a what? I found, I found a zebra. And, and a kangaroo. I didn't want to leave the kangaroo because that might have freaked you out too much. But yeah, I found a zebra and a kangaroo. Oh. What would, what would your wife say if you came home? You're like, honey, today I found a zebra and a kangaroo. And uh, like some, some other stuff. And like, what's the other stuff? He said, well, you know, uh, $150 million worth of weed, guns, and crossbows. And uh, there was surprisingly a kangaroo that had a switchblade. But that's just, I'll get into that another day. That's just... <laughs> Let's let him keep it. <laughs> you know what? You do you. This is an overpopulation problem. You see in Canada in the Seven GTA. Just a, <laughs> you see in the GTA in a month. There's just an overpopulation of kangaroos. Like, how did they even get here? So oh, there was a dude that he was clout chasing. He wanted zebras and kangaroos, but sadly he had uh, he had two male zebras. So you know that's how the cookie crumbles. Yeah. Investigators with the York Regional Police Organized Crime Bureau, Guns, Gangs, and Drug Enforcement Unit executed 15 search warrants at various indoor and outdoor cannabis grown operations throughout York Region, including Markham, King, Stuffville, and East Wilmbury. That's, that's some of these names for towns, man. I live in Wilmbury. Man, I, I just, I don't know, man. I, that's how I would pronounce that. That's Wilmberry. That's that's different. They get people up in Canada. They have their they call their currency their one and two dollar coins or loonies and toonies. That's a legit loony tunes. That's a cartoon. <laughs> yep. They you know you do you Canada. You up there with your? He said I'm I'm counting my uh, I'm counting my loonies and toonies up here in Wilmberry because we're we're posh posh. Officers seized a total of 28,964 plants, 3,990 pounds of harvested cannabis, the total street value of approximately $150 million. Several firearms, two crossbows, and a conducted in... What? Um, what is... <laughs> and a conducted it, it, energy weapon. Is this... They have ray guns? <laughs> Either that or that's just a really fancy Canadian way of saying a taser. A taser or just just seeing a red dot sight and just blows their mind. They have conducted energy weapons. He said, that's a pistol with a red dot. (laughs) (laughs) Are also Uh, located along with, dude, that those kangaroos, they weren't over there with switchblades. They were over there with ray guns. (laughs) Right. Seven foot tall rat with a ray gun. I think I'm gonna call him Sir. <laughs> Same. The kangaroo gets knocked down by zebra. 
hey, hey, pick me up, pick me up, got a ray gun, got a ray gun. Along, <laughs> along with the aforementioned kangaroos and freaking zebras. Oh, I love this writer so much. She, she's so witty. I read a story one time. This cop was using like pin code, and he reported a reported a what was it? A wild animal on the road. I got there. It was just a really fat woman. So <laughs> <laughs> did if like animal control showed up or something. <laughs> Can you imagine? First, like you're a woman that's on that much of a tirade in the road that the cops were called, but they show up with animal control. So imagine you're the animal control. You're expected to see like a dog and you just see this woman screaming at you. It's like, oh God, when did we get fucking hippos here? You just show up and you have a tranquilizer like with the ability to take down a big cow and you just face it. Already... It's already loaded up. Oh, I'm not wasting it. It's like old, it's like old yeller, but with a woman. So I ain't wasting no track. I ain't drink. I ain't wasting nothing. He goes, listen, lady, you're coming out here one way or the other. Shooter said, move. Oh, okay. Take her away. Put her down, boys. High fives and leaves, leaves the cops there. Just a big woman with a tranquilizer dart in her ass. They're like, okay, now uh, I wish they didn't leave because we kind of need that that crane to get her in the car. <laughs> His tow truck comes too. School asks parents to stop throwing late students over a closed gate. November 13th, an elementary school in France put up a pair of posters outside their fence with an unusual request for the parents. Now you might be asking, what is okay? They can't actually from this title that they are not actually throwing their students over the gate. Well, you'd be wrong because it says don't throw late students over the closed gate. <laughs> Why? The Trilad School of Avignon put up signs outside its gate showing a cartoon of a parent sending a small child airborne to get over the fence. The text on the sign asked parents not to throw their children and instead wait for the gates to be opened again at 10 a.m. or 3 p.m. Well, to be fair, the parents, like, credit, um, if you drop your kid off at 3 p.m., they've missed school. So, yuck a little Timmy over the sign, I guess. <laughs> Principal Sana told La Province that parents literally threw their children over the gate when they arrived to find it closed. Now, they said this is, uh, is this, yeah, an elementary school, so most kids can't even find their way in from school off the bus, let alone, can you imagine just drop-kicking your six-year-old at seven o'clock in the morning? You'll find your way. I believe in you. <laughs> just, kid, uh, I do not know where to go. I... Mom just drop-kicked me over, and I, I just, I, I lost. Wee-wee. The text on the sign asked parents, no, okay, Prince, um, Mizena said there were only a few scattered incidents and no reported injuries, but there were enough tossed children to inspire school officials to take action and post the warning as a reminder. Okay, um, I have a reminder for you guys. Don't rear in the person in front of you if they piss you off. I have a reminder for you guys. Don't chuck bricks through your ex-girlfriend's window 
when they break up with you. I didn't think that that had to be a reminder, but uh, let's just put that up there as a warrant. <laughs> May I cannot imagine. So, like, when I was growing up, if I was late to school, the parents, my mom or my dad would just have to walk me in and sign my little late ass in and have me go off to class because I missed the bus or, you know, then uh, I could say with confidence, my parents never pulled up to the school and said, uh, shit, um, uh, well, Christian, I'm sorry to tell you, but you're late. I'm like, but mom, you, you got me here late. How, what that's supposed to do? And I was like, okay, don't worry, Christian. And then she comes and tries to pick me up. She's like, holy shit, Christian. Okay. Okay, it's official. Um, No more fruit roll-ups. Can't get your fat ass over this gate. Gonna have to wait till 3 p.m. Like, yay! And go home and play True Crime Streets of L.A. North Korea may be militarizing dolphins, report says. Now, um... The U.S. is doomed. North Korea is over there with militarized dolphins, and we're over here, um, looking like we have some Nerf guns in comparison. It's over there, like, <laughs> we go over there. We just have <laughs> soldiers suited up. They pull up in their little boat, their little dinghy. They row out there. They get in there, and it's just a bunch of like Pokemon cards. It's like, um, um, sir, we have a. Holy shit. He said, do you see, is, is it the dolphins? Do you see, d- tell me they don't have laser eyes. I can't, there's no, they don't have laser eyes, right? They've been working on this since October 2015. What do you think, corporal? They are going to have laser eyes. And then they breach open the door. They go, oh my God. Uh, they, sir. Um, sir, I, it's worse than we thought. He said, what? I, uh, I just, it's 17 pallets worth of <laughs> Pokemon trading cards. Oh, is this what we were looking for, sir? <laughs> you were telling me about your dad in elementary school at your house, though. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, <laughs> for those who don't know, um, my father went to a private school whilst being raised, right? Mm -hmm. So um, he's going to a private school and they're taught by nuns. It's a religious private school. And this woman had to teach sex ed in about fifth grade. So there's a nun at the front of the class. She comes in. It's Monday. They know this has been coming. And she goes, all right, we're going to talk about sex. And people start to laugh and giggle, and she says, all right, all right, all right. What we're going to start with is getting that out of our system. She writes down fuck on the chalkboard and goes, fuck. I don't get the big fucking deal with the word fuck. I just don't fucking get it. A nun? So a nun. Yeah, a nun. A nun is saying this to their class. Oh, my God. And she's like – all right, so we're going to go through all – and the kids are dying. They think it's hilarious, of course. So she goes, all right, we're going to list um, – we're going to list all the sex words you guys know so that we can get all the laughter out of the way and nothing will be funny because it won't be surprising, right? Like, like it's a tactic on her part. So anyways, um, the list, I guess, would typically range from like 
anywhere from six to 19 was the typical range. And of course my dad's class got to like 25 and I think even 30. And she's, this nut is like, this is the most perverted class I've ever had. And she's just dying up there thinking about all their like mortal souls. And if they're going to last forever and go to heaven, because they can't stop thinking about all the sex words. Um, so there's 30 words on, on this board. And, um, you know, like they're going through, they're saying stuff like basket weaving. And, and one kid even brought up a poop thing. And there's one kid in the back of the class who clearly has older brothers and is on his like 11th or 12th word. So he raises his hand again. And the nun goes, you again? And he goes, yep. And she goes, all right, what is it? And he goes, a circus. She goes, what in the hell is a circus? And the little boy goes, a circus is when you tell her to sit on your face and you guess how much she weighs. (laughs) (laughs) So... So she wrote it down and I think she ended up, she ended up cutting off the class and just saying like, all right, we are not joking about this anymore. Like this, this isn't going to be funny. I was going to try and make this funny, but you guys know too much. So, um, yeah, they like the fun was ruined basically. Like she really was trying to put in the effort. So the fun gets ruined. Um, when you have one thing, the chalkboard with, with the penis fucking cuck, you know, it's kind of, it's funny for the first 25. He got cuckled up on the board. <laughs> One of the kids is like, Dominatrix. <laughs> Jesus, man. That list. I wish I could see the list. I wish I could see the list. Just the list in that nice. You know that nun had like impeccable handwriting. And she, oh, she yeah. From it's brute all force impressive. And rulers. Imagine yeah, seeing it's like fuck circus written it, cursive up on a whiteboard in a <laughs> It's the handwriting of like a stricken woman, you know. It's just it's it's like the handwriting cold. gets worse and worse the more down the list. Her hands getting tired. <laughs> Don't bring her age into this. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can see her. She's like in her fifties. Disappointment. Brought it all in the picture for me there. So, um, I went to a college party. Um, it was after a. Um, it was basically after a college football game, a big game at, at their school. Um, by this time it's about 10 or 11 o'clock at night and we are fucked. We're walking to the final house and we're splitting, um, <laughs> we're splitting a fifth of fireball, just chugging it. Just the <laughs> three of us just handing it back and forth. Um, so taking poles out of the fireball, getting the beta, um, Beta is the short name for the frat we were at. Um, uh, so anyways, we're in Beta House. Everyone's breaking it down. We're all having a good-ass time on this big-ass dance floor. They have, like, a DJ. At one point, like, a band comes out. But anyways, um, they got it going on. They're throwing a big-ass party with lights and music and shit, and, and people were into it. So, um... My buddy and I are dancing right next to each other, and to our left is another buddy of ours, like the third guy, who has his girlfriend with him. And you know, she's throwing her ass back on him. It's a big W for the for the whole community, for the spirit of the university. So we get real fucked up. 
and a girl comes to my one buddy. Uh, we're going to just call him – let's call him um, Dingus. <laughs> so this girl's throwing her ass back on Dingus, and she got a friend with her who's like next to me. And I'm like, hey, uh, want to dance? My buddy, who never gets laid, is just like jamming out. Dingus is jamming out with this girl. And living life. Her friend doesn't say anything to me and leans over to the girl who's throwing it back on Dingus and whispers in her ear. And they fucking leave. <laughs> and they go somewhere else. And I. You cock blocked. I cock blocked my buddy. <laughs> I felt really bad. Anyways, um, the buddy who had his girlfriend with him was like, hey, watch her. I'm going to go take a piss. So I guess he goes up to the third floor. He goes and finds a bathroom, and the kid's like, listen, like, you know, we have bathrooms open. They're at the bottom. And he's like, can I just piss in here? Like, I'm not going to do anything. And they're like, no, you can't go to the basement. My buddy's like, man, fuck this. So he goes down one floor, finds a closet, takes a piss in the fucking closet. And that's not where it ends. It's not where it ends. He goes down another floor. Is that another floor? Doesn't find the bathroom. Pisses in that closet a little bit. Finally, he gets into the basement. He goes to where the urinal is. And he decides, you know what? Fuck these guys. And he pisses in the fucking corner of the entire room. I didn't know that part. I didn't know he found the urinal. He found the urinal and just pissed in the corner. That's. And then, listen to this. You should have... Just find the urinal, pisses on the wall. He, next to the he finally gets just an outline. You, you think he's done. He comes up. He's like been gone 15 minutes. Comes up from the basement where the bathroom is. And he's back with his girl. Mm-hmm. And another two minutes pass. And he poked me to get my attention. And I was like, what is it? And I turn around and he's facing the steel door over a counter. It's like a, like a steel attachment to a counter where you would serve food. Like, it looks like a concession stand. My yeah. buddy has his dick out and is going right on the counter where the house serves all their food. Oh, my God. <laughs> Taking a piss right on it. And I... Not beta move. I looked Not a beta move I, right I looked there up either. at him and I go, what are you doing? And he goes, man, fuck beta. So we went to a buddy's house that he's a, he's has like this really nice house that he's renting out with a couple of his buddies. And we went over to hang out to see the place for the first time. It was me and AJ, Cameron and Dolan. We all went all over there and there's people that live in the house, but we were like playing Jackbox games and we were having a good time. And then AJ is like, bro, I'm fucking start. And I was like, Cool. And he's like, let's go get food. And I was like, I'm not hungry, though. He's like, well, I want to go by myself. And I'm like, well, I don't want to just go with you. So it was ended up meeting uh, Dolan, Cameron, AJ, and myself. We all went. And then our buddies, Connor's like, hey, can you pick me up with them? I'm like, yeah. So we go to get Connor's food first because he wanted McDonald's. And I was like, okay. So we went to McDonald's, picked up his food, and then we went to uh, new a newer place called Culver's, and this is like if you've never been to Culver's, it's an expensive steak and shake. Is that a good analysis? 
Dolan. Yeah, it's so Culver's has a thing with more butter on their mm-hmm. burgers. They're still steak burgers, um, though. and they don't. They're still steak burgers, but they're real buttery. And then they have this really, really thick and creamy ice cream. Yeah, that's like it's both. Yeah. So that's going to be very good. A point very in the story. Good. So we go there, and AJ, he's never been there before. So we pull up and we all order, and then it's just AJ waiting to order and we all did separate orders because we were those assholes <laughs> Wait. he wasn't even looking at the fucking menu by the no. way the whole time he was just talking he was just like all of his answers could have resulted from looking from the speaker without a screen he's just looking at the speaker he could have looked two centimeters to the right and all of his questions would have been answered so we were there and they close in like 20 minutes so you know that we're pissing them off by even being there if they close it, if I was working and someone showed up at nine forty and we closed at ten, I was instantly pissed and I didn't want to take their order. <laughs> so we get there, and uh, they were shitty. They, well, we thought they'd be shitty. So AJ's like, uh, "What's concrete?" And that's their type of ice cream. It's the it's the really thick ice cream that Donald's talking about. He's like, uh, "What's what's concrete?" She said, uh, "She's like, it's uh, ice cream." He's like, so why not just call it ice cream? <laughs> and just conversing with this lady, and she's just <laughs> getting more pissed off, and also like laughing at the situation. I don't know how it's a it was a delicate balance. AJ was walking here. Yeah, and he, she's like, uh, it's thicker ice cream. He's like, <laughs> okay, so uh, what do you like here? Does it have more eggs in it? <laughs> He's like, so. Uh, then the amount of eggs came into discussion. Yeah, she's... about the different kind of custards versus ice cream. Yeah, and then after, so they're talking about like what the science behind making it. She's like, "There's just a machine here, bro. <laughs> the machine makes it." And he's like, "So you've never made it? <laughs> no." He's like, "So, <laughs> what do you like here?" <laughs> And it's just, it, by this time, it was like five minutes had passed, and there's no cars behind us. But you can tell that the co- you can start to hear more coworkers coming through the speaker because they're guarding around this lady and listening to this entire conversation. And then uh, he's like, "So what do you like here?" She's like, "Then like, so, I think it was like a peanut butter thing." He's like, "Shit, I can't have that. Like, why? I'm allergic." Okay. He's like, what's your second most favorite thing here? And then she was like, uh, the dirt and worms is good. He's like, what is this dirt and worms? And she said, it's vanilla concrete. He said, oh, it's not ice cream. No, it's concrete with Oreo crumbs and gummy worms. He's like, so why is it it's called It's delicious, dirt? by the way. Yeah, it's great. He's like, why is it called dirt and worms she said the oreos are brown <laughs> the worms are worms <laughs> and he's like i don't know <laughs> she said that shit verbatim too she's like i don't <laughs> and he's like the oreos are brown the worms are worms he's like so you think i should try it she's like yes he's like how much will it be? She said the price is it's kind of steep. She said, pull up to the window, we'll give it to you for free. 
are you sure? He said, yes. And we pull up to the window and all the workforce is standing at the window as she's handing out one cup of dirt and worms out the window and waiting for him to try it. AJ looks at the spoon. He says, I don't want it. And hands it to Cameron. <laughs> Cameron was eating it while they're handing out the rest of their food. <laughs> so, so, I, I forgot what he did. So she hands us her. Because AJ oh ordered some food as well. He got like a burger and fries. And then we pull up and he said, They didn't give me the fry sauce. <laughs> so. <laughs> so he goes back he goes back in a lot no he parks and he goes inside and uh he's now stopped this entire trip so it was uh aj and i go inside to get the fry sauce and cameron's driving and cameron goes in the line he goes back in the line because Cameron wanted something now because Cameron was hungry. So he starts ordering, and then they start in the fucking car. And, and they have a video camera on the, the screen, so you can see like how many cars are in line. They said, "Are you the same people?" And they're like, and "Cameron's like, yes." He said, "Then how are you inside here?" <laughs> half the people are, are inside. Half of us doing the drive through. <laughs> so, and Cameron's like, Can I? It just turns into a nightmare. These people just want to close up, man. And I'm getting embarrassed because we're just pissing these people off. So, so they come, so, so the, the other two come outside and they can't find us. They find us in the drive through and then they run over to the car and they're like, Let us in. And Cameron's car is a two door. And they were sitting in the back. And I'm too big to get in the back. It's too much of a hassle. So I'm like, I ain't getting out. They said, get out. So I get out. And Cameron starts driving through the drive-thru when I have one foot out the door. So I, like, <laughs> hop out. And they get in the back seat. And when I'm trying to get back in the car, he starts driving. So he leaves me in the drive-thru. And these people, if they weren't looking out the window before, they were most <laughs> definitely looking out the window now. Because you have one fat kid hopping one leg through the drive-thru with his other leg in the car. Two other people are trying to get in the car. So you have a total of three people that's walking around in your drive-thru and one driver eating a cup of dirt and worms that was not intended for him. (laughs) That's so fucking funny. That was it. That was the best of 2020. I hope you guys enjoyed. Go follow me on Twitter at Take My Word Pod. That's Take My Word P O D. And uh, once again, thank you for a fantastic 2020. Let's have an even better 2021.